Frank, I'm in too deep. It's going down now. That is one big pile of shit. Get your facts straight. So full of shit, your baby blues are turning brown. What kind of music are you like? Ask me if I give a shit. That's wrong. Stop, I'm sick of your bullshit. What the fuck are you up to? Everybody, welcome to another episode of the Silver Emotion Podcast. My name is Will, and I'm Steven. Jumping in, yes, with, uh, and he, correct timing and, and 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 fruitful energy. Yeah, we're, we're <laughs> to be explored. <laughs> we're gonna get some synchronized, uh, actual coordinated. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Fucking a! I, it's thrown me off now that this the mass synchronization of of the opening. Now I'm just completely thrown off. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to work on that a bit. Threw me a curveball. Uh, so uh, today we're gonna be talking mm-hmm. about one of the worst reviewed movies of 2017. <laughs> <laughs> Is it really the worst reviewed? One one of the worst. I I didn't check. I, I imagine there's something that got shit on more, but probably. But this was a, a major release that got shit on by nearly everybody. I I I don't think I saw a positive review, uh, fan or <laughs> critic. <laughs> yeah. Um. And uh, th- this movie that I speak of is uh, the Dark Tower, directed by Nicolaj Arcel. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, I happen to heard of him before. Let's no, see. he's he's made a few movies, but I haven't seen any of his other movies. Um, the next thing he's doing is a uh, a movie version of the DC comic uh, Fables. Hmm. Interesting. So uh, that's his next project, apparently. And uh, well, maybe I'll watch that. Yeah, yeah. I th- uh, there was a uh, you know Telltale Games. They do the oh yeah, yeah yeah adventure games. They have one based on fables, and mm. uh, I don't remember what it's called. It's the wolf, the wolf inside of us, or the wolf oh, among yeah, us. Yeah yeah. I think I heard of that the one. The wolf yeah. around the corner. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the wolf always rings twice. I don't know what it is. Why did the wolf cross the street? I yeah, don't know. <laughs> one of those. I don't know. I played it. And and I loved it. It was great, mm. but I, I can't remember what the fucking title is. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I liked that a lot. So I uh, I'm I'm curious. Yeah, I've I've read some of the comics. So yeah, they're they're, they're interesting. All right. Yeah. So 
I'd, cur- I'd be curious to see what the movie is. So yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'd be down. Yeah. Personally, I don't know <clears> if, if uh, I, 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 I guess I'm showing my hand here, but I, I, if I wish he was making a sequel <laughs> to The Dark Tower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's so weird that this movie is so hated. It is. It is fucking people hate this fucking movie i mean and like this isn't just uh critical or this no is this like is this is i mean sales wise it's been crap too or? um in terms of the the box office it uh it was a 60 million dollar movie it made in the u.s about 50 million hmm. and then uh total uh worldwide was like 115 or something like that okay so pretty small movie in comparison a, to something yeah, like, like Avengers right. that made like two billion or some fucking thing yeah. worldwide. So they didn't lose their money, but they wanted a lot more from it. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, they wanted a lot more, and um, the support was just not there. Uh, people who didn't read the books thought it was a piece of shit. People who read the books thought it was a piece of shit. Everybody thought it was a piece of shit. I watched it. I thought it, I, I thought it was great. I liked it. I I loved everything that they did. Pretty well, not everything, but yeah. I was excited. I I thought it was a good movie. Yeah, no, I I liked it just fine. I I don't. Yeah, I don't know what people are bitching about on this yeah. one. I well, am, I'm I'm with you on this. This was just a fun movie. Yeah, it was fun, and uh, I. I feel like a lot of the problems that I have read about are things that I like about this movie. Mm. Um, so I don't know if that we want to start there, but um, in terms of Dark Tower, this is a Stephen King's book series originally, and uh, seven book series, and he he right. wrote an eighth book that goes in there, but I haven't read that one. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, these books I read. When I was a teenager, and I read the uh, the last few when they were coming out, mm-hmm. and they are like uh, probably my favorite series of books. They're very important to me. I love them dearly. Yeah, and I read them somewhat later in life. And yeah, ran across them and read them all through it kind of once. Just all, all at s- once. All seven, anyway. Not the the eighth. Yeah. Bonus one came out later, but yeah, that one did. Um, but yeah, I, I, I kind of just finished one and went on to the next right away within, I don't know how freaking long it took me to get through them all. Right. But Probably a while. <clears throat> yeah. A couple of months or something. I don't know, but wow. That's still fast though. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just kind of, I wasn't like slacking on them. So yeah. I was reading through them, got done with one, just grabbed the next one. So, uh, and I enjoyed them all quite a bit. They were fun. They, they are. They kind of paid homage to Tolkien in yes. the right way, and and not in copying his ideas, right? But, but taking those ideas in his own direction, and yeah, it's it's influenced by Lord of the Rings, but it, there's not really direct connections that you can get. Okay, this is the Frodo character, right? And it's this not is like that. that. Guy, it's you know. more like just this epic quest kind of right. a situation and there's 
some weird things like the whole riddling scene with yeah. the, like you know the, that's, that's true i never thought about that yeah but at the same time it's like it's not at all bilbo throwing riddles with golem it's not at no, all like that it's and not but i never even like thought like oh yeah there are riddling scenes <laughs> like i never even would have thought about that yeah but it's still it's like stephen king took this idea of oh this this creepy evil guy doing riddles with the main yeah. characters on on high stakes of life and death right and, right oh that's a really cool idea and then he takes it in this totally different direction and does something totally different with it that, yes and so yeah the dark tower just as a whole is kind of like that it's it's got this hero character but he's not this typical hero character and right i'm glad we watched fistful of dollars because the uh the yeah, gunslinger yeah. is basically um a version of right clint eastwood from those movies and so mm -hmm. like that you mentioned when you saw that movie the 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 ambiguous morality of the character and yeah sort of and that's uh, kind of roland is kind of like that yeah he's he leans towards the good of course right he's he's not as ambiguous but he's right. got that kind of uh he, he's at uh, this point in his life where he could become that if yeah if, and and specifically mm -hmm. in the i happen to be reading the first book again right now um not because of this or anything it's just I, I have this little schedule of books that I read and it, just it all lined up. Lined up. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, um, and, and <clears throat> he is pretty, like, he is on that line at the beginning of the series really hardcore where he, like, when he meets Jake, he's basically, like, <laughs> just thinks of him as this fucking uh, thing to be sacrificed. Like, he doesn't like him really at all and it and right. he sort of softens yeah. as the as the thing goes yeah, on. Yeah, I kind of remember a little bit of that from from the books. Larry, it was like this whole big thing of he's just like, "Well, this kid's gonna die." Right. Well, shit. Right. <laughs> and and you get a little bit of that in the movie where when he first meets Jake, it's kind of it's not like, "Yeah, let's go adventure together." <laughs> right. Right. <It's laughs> it kinda, takes a while to get there. Right. And you know that's fine. That's right. It works. Yeah. So we both enjoy the books, and uh, which is a good place uh, to go into the movie because mm -hmm. uh, the movie is framed, not obviously, but it's framed as a sequel to the books. Okay. Did you yeah. pick up on that at all? Um, I, I kind of was. I kind of didn't think that was their intent. That is definitely their intent. But I could definitely, like, I was kind of thinking of it as like, well, you could see this as just the wheel coming around again. And that's exactly what it is. <coughs> so I don't usually say spoilers, but we're spoiling the whole book series, the movie, whatever the fuck. So. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> the entire concept. That yeah, so if you... I usually feel like if you're going to actively choose to listen to an episode about a thing, you know... You are, yeah, you, you know, either already know about it or you're you not don't care gonna, or whatever. You're, you're there to find that information. But I love Dark Tower so much, and we're going to spoil fucking everything about it probably, so... Right. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, you know, come back in a few months after you've read all the books. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I mean, whatever. Just, just throwing that out there. Yeah. Fair warning. 
Now I don't remember what the fuck we were talking about. So, I guess I'll go into it. With, oh, the sequel thing with the right. with the with uh, yeah, the Dark Tower being the center, the spine of the world, basically. Of yeah, just the this center pillar that everything in the world revolves around. Or everything yeah, all. All dimensions and all, and all of reality, whatever yeah, is all planes in and reality. all worlds, all are connected to the dark tower, and all are are you know and, dependent on it or whatever. And they they kind of explain in the movie a bit differently, or at least I don't remember in the books yeah. describing it in quite this way of it being like a protective shield from these outside demons that want to break in. Yeah, I don't I don't remember if that's if they talk about it in the same way. There's definitely in the book multiple times where fucking like crazy monsters are are coming in and like assaulting. But I don't know if they say it in the same way right. where like the there's the wheel or the circle and the spire in the middle and then like there's shit on the outside. I don't remember if they talk about that specifically yeah, yeah that, that's what i don't remember from the books is like from the books i'd kind of gotten the idea that it was just this the dark tower was holding everything up right and that without the dark tower everything would just crumble apart and there just wouldn't be a reality anymore right and not that there's a whole hell of a lot of difference between those two scenarios but <laughs> yeah i mean it would change how real what reality is it would just be this fucking darkness monster land <laughs> yeah yeah so instead of reality ceasing to exist it would be conquered by monsters from yeah. outside which perhaps just makes more sense in a hollywood sense or something perhaps perhaps i don't know but I, I, at the same time that kind of uh just makes me think of the langoliers okay as th that could to tie it into stephen king stuff which yes. is exactly what the dark tower is all about yes so. yes um, where the Langoliers, they like, they like, past gets eaten by these weird monsters okay. that are running around. I don't. Know, I, I haven't read that or have, seen the movie. So okay, I don't know. so you don't really know the concept. No, of it. no. Yeah. So that one, like, yeah. I know they're on these, a plane and some shit happens. Right, right. To go, I won't. I won't spoil it too much for you then. But there's yeah. these weird monsters that are showing up and like eating the past. All so right. the past actually goes away, and these people. <laughs> Are, kind of find out about these monsters that are just they're they're just devouring the world itself. Wow. So that sounds like a uh, a good Stephen King idea. Yeah, sounds like something that uh, could re relate to Dark Tower at some level. Yeah, I don't, and I don't think that one specifically does more so than any of his other stories anyway. But yeah, well, like, a lot of his stuff relates. Yeah, like so, more I mean, than most people. And that is something realize. I read. I read Langoliers back when I was in high school, or maybe oh, even okay. junior high. It was one of the first Stephen King things I ever read. Okay. And so that one is undoubtedly a bit foggy in my mind, and certainly before I read The Dark Tower and yeah, thought yeah. about how they might interact or connect with each other. So right. I could be missing some actual connection in there, but as far as I'm aware, there isn't a specifically noted connection. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to read that one that one's in four past midnight i think yeah it was i'm reading a, them chronologically so i'm a, probably a little bit of ways okay ways away from that one but so you'll run into it eventually yes yes i will um the dark tower itself like it's this thing that 
that. Yeah, because he started in what in the eighties or something. Well, or the seventies even. Um, when was the Gunslinger written? The first book. The, in the Gunslinger series? was written as five short stories. Oh, okay. That were published independently in Fantasy and Science Fiction magazine. Mm. The first one was published in 78. Okay, so it was 70s. And yeah. then they were subsequently published up to and through 1981. So, uh, what's that? Three-year period? Yeah. And then the book version came out in 82. Okay. But it only came out as a limited edition of like three or 4,000 copies, something like that. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until... The next year, or whatever the next Stephen King book was, um, it listed it as like one of Stephen King's books, and all the rabid fans, because by that point Stephen King was huge, right? Because um, Dark Tower, I looked at the 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 novel of Gunslinger was his fourteenth book, so he's well into success at that point, right? So they the rabid fans saw like, what the fuck is this Gunslinger? And then they they ran it again they ran the print run again and like made a like a i think that's when the trade paperback started coming out of the the dark tower ones and then uh started the ball rolling yeah um but but supposedly he started writing this like way before in the early 70s and so it's like one of the oldest things and ideas that he's had so it's always kind of been this constant in his in his brain and sort of everything kind of revolving around it. Right. Like, much like the world in, in the story. Right. Because all of the stories basically take place somewhere in the world of the Dark Tower. There's some... Yeah. Some version of Earth that exists within the protection or support of the Dark Tower. Right, yeah. You could you could connect literally anything by by that but right. there are there are a bunch that like directly connect to yeah things. yeah because i i remember right the the villain here walter yes. isn't he randall flag yes he is yeah. it's the same guy who's the, the randall flag is the villain of the stand and uh, the villain of eyes of the dragon eyes of the dragon yeah um so they're supposed to be the same guy uh the, the this He's not the devil, but he's like Stephen King's devil, basically. Yeah. And uh, so he shows up in a lot of books, too. Yeah. Um, there's a, so I guess that's the uh, the core concept of the Black Tower itself, or the Dark Tower itself. Yeah. And, and, and so it's it's under assault... And, uh, and the gunslinger is trying to save it, basically. Right. And then what we're going into as a sequel concept is that it is a wheel that's like time itself is kind of reoccurring constantly. Yes. The, the gunslinger is basically caught in a time loop where his life, this period of his life from the beginning of the first book to the end of the, the seventh book is a repeating wheel of time that he keeps repeating over and over he's doomed to repeat it until he basically gets it right mm-hmm. and uh the one the one difference is that there is one version of earth and they mention it in the movie a lot called keystone earth right where time always moves forward and only moves forward mm. so 
while Roland is doing this, time in Keystone Earth is moving on. Mm. So that is why he goes to when he goes to Keystone Earth, it's now. <laughs> <laughs> right. And not the the other times from from the book. Yeah, and that's something that I actually liked that they didn't make Jake from the seventies or yeah, like Yeah, his, he's from the seventies in the book. And not have and I just kinda thought, well, it's not like that's a part of his character in the book. It's a part of who he is and right. it, and it ties into things in the book of events that go on and, and things that shape him right, mentally right. and stuff. Um and so I can see why I guess I could see that a fan of the books might go, Oh, he's not the same character. It's ruining this. Yeah, it's I can see why somebody would go that way, but at the same time, I'm like, do you really have the time to put that in the movie? Right. Like, I mean, that's the thing. It's like you maybe you you are very uh, faithful to the book, but at what cost? Like, you have to look at actually like what what would the first movie be like if they were faithful if they just made the first book i don't know that that would have been any more successful than this movie right i mean in terms of like getting random people in maybe the fans would like it but um personally the the choice the bold choice to be like we respect this material so much that we're going to continue it in a way that allows us to do basically whatever we want with the story, but also it's in line and keeps the books as canon. Like, that's such a cool, bold idea. Yeah. And I just love that so much more than if they just made a straight adaptation. Yeah. I and mean, so it's just it's fucking just, awesome. Yeah, so much of that is just like... There's there is so much depth into the characters and stuff in the books that it's like you you can't just slap that into a movie. Right. You can't just put all of that explanation in there. It would take like ten twenty minutes. Yeah, to, it's, it's be too much. Like you can't make the movie function that way narratively and right. put all that in without having that be the entire focus of the movie. You'd yeah. have to do such a small part of the books that you wouldn't really get the scope of it which this movie kind of pulls off it does because <clears throat> um as a sequel this is also un before i forget again the beginning of the movie when it shows the logos did you notice the logo of the tet corporation <laughs> <laughs> did not well it's the it's like i think the first then well they show sony logo and they show whatever yeah. and then before the the credits or before you see anything it shows the tet corporation with the little turtle and I don't know if you remember what the Tet Corporation is from the books, but at the towards the end of the books, they set up the the corporation to protect the rose, which is the representation right, of right. the tower in, okay, that was the in Keystone Earth. Yeah. And that is the Tet Corporation. So the fact that the movie has that logo at the beginning, it immediately like if you're a super fan, you're like, oh, shit. This is totally a sequel, like right away. And uh, yeah, I, I hadn't noticed that, but that is a very cool detail. Yeah. that I and like. there's tons of shit like that in this movie. That's that's like, if you know the books really well, like fuck, there's all these cool like things that they do with it. That I and it just ah, it just makes me. I get so excited. I yeah. love Dark Tower. Yeah, I mean, 
Yeah, I, I I recall there being just a bunch of company logos. I was like, oh, I don't think I've seen this company making. Yeah. Like, what is this company? Like, <laughs> like, I've never seen this make a movie before. What is this? Maybe I just haven't been paying enough attention to movies, which is yeah. true. But well, they do. They there are a lot these days. Yeah, but I just kind of recall seeing the the flood of logos at the beginning and going. Yeah. Like, other than Sony, I was like, I, I don't recognize any of these companies. Yeah, I couldn't tell you what the other ones are to be honest, but uh, the tech corporate really stood out to me and uh the other thing and i don't know if that it's in the movie but the big a big part of the end of the dark tower books is that he doesn't have the horn right right and when stephen king um when they were ramping up the promotion of this movie before it came out the first image that they showed the first poster anything Stephen King put on Twitter a poster and it was the fucking horn of Eld and it said some shit like like I don't remember what the fucking slogan was but it was some shit like oh shit he has the horn now (laughs) this is a fucking sequel (laughs) and it blew my mind because it was like it was the first I had heard of of like the fact that they were going to try to do a sequel. Yeah. And yeah. So and that, just by that's sharing probably that. why I didn't really think of it as an intended sequel. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, well he would have the horn if this were the sequel. Yeah. And so I don't know that they show him with the horn at all in this movie. I didn't think about it until like towards the end. And I was like, Oh, well I'm not going to watch it again, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't think they show it. So I don't know. It's supposed to be there anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So and so that was the other thing I was going to say. Not only is this a sequel, but Stephen King wrote this over a very long period of time, the the books, right? And developed the world as he wrote, basically, mm-hmm. and then went back and revised the first book to sort of make it a little bit more mm-hmm. in line with the totality of the world as it became. And so this movie is not, there's no reason for a movie series to then recreate that build. So the movie comes at it from, this is a totally complete world and now we can use everything from it to create this new version of it. And so you get all kinds of shit that's like, there's stuff from probably not all the books, but at least three or four of them, like all combined into this one movie. Yeah, I know there's there's a bunch of weird little like when he buys bullets when he's trying yes. to or buys, but like right, right. he he needs more ammo and goes to Earth and yeah, I think that's the second book where he's with Eddie. He gets the bullets and uh, yeah, like also that. when he gets the the, the antibiotics. It's yeah, a totally yeah, different scene in this movie, but but similar. Yeah, I, I, I do kind of recall some moment of him going to Earth and getting medical treatment on Earth. And Yeah, I, the one I remember is that in the second book, he goes and he's like holds up this prescription, uh, this pharmacy, and he's get, he gets all these bottles of pills and he's just like sucking them down. And, and then I remember like he's in the, he's back in, in Midworld, the Dark Tower world, and, and uh, he just, ha- and like he's running out of pills as time goes on because because at that point they you know he can't just jump back and forth right, right and that's a difference they 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 jump back and forth fairly easy in this movie 
which is a little bit different. I guess that's, I don't know. In the books, they don't go to Keystone Earth a bunch. Right. <laughs> and so I saw... They go like a few times, but... They go a few times, but like when they... It's usually just to pick up the other characters and bring well, them into... Like those characters, they don't come from Keystone Earth, basically. They come from different versions of the Earth because you can't go back in time to Keystone Earth... You can only right, go right. back in time to alternate versions of the of the Earth. Mm. So that's why, like the doors that he sees on the on the ocean in the second book, right? And he like goes in and gets Eddie, and he goes in and gets Data and stuff. Like uh, those are because he always goes into the past, like the eighties and then the the sixties and. Um, so that's why I see, like, we don't yeah, see yeah. any doors in this movie, which would be the doors that go into the alternates. But we, we see the the North Central Positronics machine doors that do go from Dark Tower World or pr theoretically any world if you have the coordinates. But, like, yeah. they go directly to Keystone Earth because okay. that's the one that matters. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, this is making me um think you really do need to read Langoliers cuz this is yeah, starting to make me see Langoliers more in line with uh yeah, with with the Dark Tower world and That's what I'm saying, like so much shit <laughs> connects to that. Like it just uh there's a line in the fourth book of Dark Tower that other than the Randall Flag connection, like you think like, "Oh yeah, he's the same guy." whatever but there's a line in the fourth book that's just like oh shit the stand is an alternate dimension on the yeah, plane they, of they the like, tower they go to the stand at some point yeah in basically the Black Dark yeah. Tower, and it's like it's just everybody's dead there's just this these cars laying <laughs> right, around everywhere right. and it's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's nuts and i i i enjoy reading um Stephen King and finding new ones because I haven't read nearly all of his books at all so but there's even like th this movie there's a bunch of connections to shit too like mm -hmm. uh, at the beginning when, when Jake is talking to his psychiatrist they there's a, a framed picture of the Overlook Hotel mm. <laughs> on the on his like uh, desk or whatever and it's the overlook from the Kubrick Shining movie. Mm. Little things like that. There's a, when they go to that that fucked up amusement park. It's there's like the one ride that's like Pennywise. Oh, <laughs> Pennywise the clown from It. Uh, I didn't see that, but that yeah, makes it's, sense. it's just like one shot. You know, if yeah. you see it, you see it. But there's a bunch of shit like that in the movie too, which is like exactly what Dark Tower should be. It should. Right, connect right. to all this Stephen King shit. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> and honestly, and even without all that, I kind of just think it's just a fun movie. It's well, and that's the thing too. It's just like I think it's fun. It works. I have a hard time seeing it outside of the fan perspective because I'm so right. deep in it. But I feel like it's it's relatively um understandable it moves very quickly it 
Yeah, it, you know, it's just uh, it, I don't see what the right problem is to me. Yeah, I don't know what people aren't liking about it. I, I there was nothing in there that made me go, "Oh, that was lame. They shouldn't have done that." Right. Yeah, there's not a there's yeah. I mean, most of it is is well done. The uh, the gunslinger action is cool. Yeah. The uh, I mean, I could see people like being, "Oh, why is he like moving so fast?" <laughs> but that's the gunslinger. I mean, how else are you gonna do that? That's yeah, just how I he mean, does. And I mean, they were making this movie with no like expectation of a sequel, really. And y- yeah, I don't think they were going, "Okay, we've got the second movie written out, and or we know where." Like, yeah, I don't know that the, it's written, but it, they do have. I mean, there's like a plan. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely open to a sequel for sure, but it's not like they were designing it to be a trilogy or something like the Lord of the Rings was designed no, to be a tr- yeah, yeah no it doesn't there, there's not yeah I know what you're saying like this without a sequel this still feels complete it still could feel complete yeah in, for sure in a way that you know they like I mean I guess you can say that like the Marvel movies but they're always teasing at the next movie yeah fuck, and, you always know another one's coming <laughs> yeah and like they're just starting this out they don't know that it's going to be if it's going to be successful or not and it wasn't sadly right, but right. so they weren't trying to make this you know they needed to complete this arc they needed to have this end yes. in a way that you could actually stop it there and not feel cheated right and that means going through this whole arc that means chopping out 99% of the books and <laughs> right but but I don't see it as chopping out. Yeah, because it's a sequel rather than... It's a sequel, but it also... It basically serves the same purpose as um, the Jake arc of the first book and the the return of Jake arc at the beginning of the third book. Yeah. So one of Roland's bad choices in the first... In the, in the, in the wheel... <laughs> in the first go round yeah, that we've is. seen is that he lets Jake die at the, in the first book. Right. And then he realizes and they, they both and go kind of crazy and then they draw him back. Mm-hmm. And so in this one, in this one, he doesn't make that mistake. He makes the correct choice yeah. and he saves him and they like go off into future adventures <laughs> right at the end of the movie. Um, and so the next setup would be i'm sure would be to bring in the rest of the people right. like the second book does yeah bring in eddie and Susanna. And- yeah and where what the totality of that movie might be because they do have the whole world to draw from mm-hmm. um but i don't like in terms of storylines I don't think that they are really cutting out that much for this one in terms of like, like the stuff that happens in the first book where he kills everybody in toll. <laughs> like you could do that as a flashback. Right. Cause he tells it as a flashback in the book. So I feel like, and even if they don't show it, that's fine. I mean, you could fucking, read it (laughs) i don't know it just um 
I, I like the, the forging ahead. Yeah, it's it's doing everything different, but it's doing it in a way that works as a Dark Tower story. Yeah, and so and that's what's so fucking brilliant about it. Yeah, I mean, and and go back to like uh, where he's getting the bullets. Yeah, and that's that's a totally different scene in this movie than it is in the books. It is and how yeah. he how he does it, how he pulls it off. Right, but in the books, like again to go back to the like to try and do that in a movie like you're gonna take 10 20 minutes for this scene to play out to set up everything that he's doing and go through it all and like that's gonna be this huge scene that's gonna just be taking up so much time for just getting bullets yeah i mean it's just like all it is is just the loading up scene of the movie like yeah the, the equivalent of when the guys in the 80s would just put on all the belts and, and throw yeah. like, like it's, favorite scene in every 80s movie <laughs> like oh, i gotta put on my <laughs> shit slot the knife in the sheath and <laughs> that's part of why i loved a team when i was a little kid because literally every episode of a team has some shit where they're like building some weapon and then like suiting up and shit <laughs> <laughs> and I was just so excited every fucking episode. I loved it. Yeah. And like you're you're not going to get all of that going on in the movie the way no. it does in the book. So it's like I don't know if you're a fan of the Dark Tower and you're just like, "Oh, it's different." Well, it has to be different and it should be different. Right. And it works well the way they did it here yeah. within the confines that they were working in. And that's what I don't understand about people who read the books not liking this movie because it makes complete sense within the context of the books. And, like, yeah, it's not a straight ap- adaptation, but it was never trying to be. Right. So how can you get mad at that? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, just even if you tried to make a straight adaptation, they're never going to have Jake. Like, a, how old is he in the books? He's like seven or eight. They're never going to have that kid learn how to kill people <laughs> yeah. in a movie. They're never going to do that. They yeah. had to make him older. And so it works that, you know, the, the wheel has turned and now he's drawing him and he's like 14 or 15 or 16, however the fuck old he is. He's at an age where, you know, like, yeah, he can shoot a gun. He's okay. <laughs> So, like, you're never going to do that, and and I just, I don't know. I, I <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and, like, like not having him from the 70s, it just would have been such a distraction if he was to try and... Right, like, to try to actively, like, engage with all, all of that, of that detail. Yeah. It, it, like, even if you did pull that off without taking too much time, it just would have distracted from everything the movie was trying to do. Right. And that... I feel would have been a mistake. So yeah, I've yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, they probably won't make the sequel, but but I wonder how they would handle um, the Eddie and uh, I never remember what her name is because she changes names. Right, I, I always just remember think of Susanna. Which Susanna is, like is the end. The, That's the final the, name. The name she winds up with. Right. But yeah, right. there's like so many other. I think her name at that point is Detta, because that's what I... Yeah, that sounds familiar. But that might be the the mean persona that she has. I don't remember. Anyway, that fucking character is awesome. Yeah. And uh, so I wonder how they would deal with them, because, like, she's very of her time of the 60s, and and Eddie is very of his time of the 80s. Like, he's basically the Stephen King... (laughs) 
uh, stand-in, well, I guess. Yeah, he's a Stephen he's, King stand-in. And he is and he isn't, but yeah, it's kind of... Yeah, he is and he, he isn't. He deals with the problems that Stephen King himself deals with. Right, he was like an addict and, yeah. you know, I don't know. I always saw him as sort of a Stephen King kind of person. Right, and kind of... He's from the 80s, which is kind yeah. of... which was What Stephen King yeah. was when he was writing it, I think, was yeah, the, the 80s. Yeah, the and, second book is 87, so that's like right in that. Yeah. basic wheelhouse so yeah i mean you know and i sure i would have loved to see like a scene of dr doom robots with lightsabers running around blowing stuff up and yeah stuff, but you know that was never gonna happen you know what well, yeah i mean it might happen so, at some point you know so they... much of like the things <laughs> that go on in the books like right you can't expect all of that to be going on in there. Right. Like, well, that so happens much. in the later books, too. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, they got fucking Harry Potter snitches and all this shit going on. Yeah, they had so much weird crap going on. Because of all this random sh- pop culture shit is coming in through the the whatever, the the passing d- between dimensions as the, the walls start to crumble and stuff. Yeah. But um, in terms of of taking this massive world and story throughout, you know, thousands of pages. God only knows how many pages this thing Yeah, is. I mean... In terms of taking that and, and making a 90-minute movie <laughs> that, that, that feels like you're in that actual version of the world and it feels right... Yeah, and it like pays homage to so much that happens throughout the books. Right. I mean, like, like the the first thing that it starts with with the the kids, and they get strapped in to sort of make those mental assaults on the tower. Right. Like that's the shit that that happens towards the in the, I think it's in the seventh book where they finally like find that camp of of all the psychics and shit. And uh, in in that book, it's all old people. It's not kids. Mm. Um, and there's like there's a character. They made a movie of it called Hearts in Atlantis uh, with Anthony Hopkins. Mm. And in the movie, they took out all the Dark Tower shit. But in the in the book, it's it's like he's being uh, like hunted by the low men which i don't know if they're tahin or what but he's being hunted by them and then in the dark tower books now he's in the fucking prison camp being like one of the psychics that they're using hmm. and so like you like oh shit here's that camp and now it's all kids and and i don't remember do you remember if jake is a psychic in the books um, I don't really think he is, but at the same time, he, like, I don't know. It seemed like he had some kind of intuitions at times that were... Yeah, because like, I don't remember it being... It wasn't explicit. Yeah, I don't remember I'd, it being explicit where he's, like, using powers or anything like right. that. And I, I know they didn't talk about it in the same way. I mean, that I kind of took as more of, like, a the movie kind of has to be hollywooded up to be yeah more dramatic like um like walter man in black whatever you want to call him he's 
his powers are much more just dramatically pr- physically present they than are in they the are books as i remember them where they are like, but he's also like he's not really around in the books in that same way right and that's pr- i i would um, i would imagine i haven't heard anybody say that but i would imagine that like having him as a constant character is is a pretty big change from the books yeah he usually like shows up but he shows up randomly but most of the time he's pretty mysterious like yeah especially at the beginning of the story like he's just a guy running around and you hear some stories about him oh he resurrected this guy and you know this is not really yeah too much going on you, you don't really know what he's really capable of in the books yeah and I'm kind of trying to think to what I know I remember of Eyes of the Dragon, where yeah, fuck, I don't remember that. I read that when I was like in elementary school. <laughs> yeah, I've, I read a lot more recently than that, but I don't really remember him being like he wasn't like the fireball throwing wizard kind of thing yeah. like he is in here. Not not specifically fireballs, but you know, he's levitating things and yeah, he can do all kinds of crazy magic and, and shit. Yeah, I don't really remember him doing that in Eyes of the Dragon. Right, and I'm trying to, and I haven't read the stand, so I'm just going off of faded memories of the TV movie, yeah, or whatever it was. And fucking stand is dope. <laughs> That's such a good book. I, I mean, I, I I understand if anybody doesn't want to read it because it's, it's huge, yeah. long as fuck. But <coughs> that book is amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, I just kind of like rem- my my knowledge of him in other previous things has yeah. been less um, just flat out magic spell casting right. and doing he crazy does, stuff. He does stuff like that in the stand, he, and he's like a major character in the stand. Like he's yeah. there all the time. So. Yeah, that's why I was kind of trying to think back to that, but then I was like, well, no, I only watched that TV movie thing that wouldn't have necessarily represented yeah. the book very well anyway. I watched that again maybe a couple years ago when I reread the book and I don't remember him doing a lot of magic stuff, but he definitely like can make people presence and he kind of like manipulated their minds in ways. Yeah. I think he had people stop breathing and stuff too. Yeah. Um, mostly I remember like him interrogating the one woman when he finds out she's a spy yeah and he's like trying to get information out of her and she knows she won't be able to resist and just kind of kills herself to yeah, prevent yeah, that yeah. From... so i mean it was like there was power there but it was like it wasn't physically displayed yeah in that's what, true like kind of uh a little bit like um, the movie Excalibur when we watched that, where it's like it's right. full of magic, but it's not the dramatic magic you think of right. per se. And, right. And this is more of that dramatic magic in, there is in this for movie, sure, yeah. whereas in the books it always seemed more low key or or behind the scenes in ways that just weren't obvious. Yeah. But part of that is like. It's a movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, th- that's kind of what I mean by, like, I kind of took that and Jake's psychic power thing as just kind of like, well, yeah, it's a movie. You've got to have this dramatic flair going on. Yeah. And to an extent, should. I mean, you need to tailor your story to the medium it's being told in. You do. And you do. for a movie, that means visual, dynamic action. Yes. And that, that's 
what movies do well. That's what right. you can really do with a movie that you can't do with a book. And so, yeah, focus on that. Bring that in in a way that wouldn't have been as impressive in the book because you're not seeing it in action. Right. And, yeah, the books, I mean, there's a lot of traveling and <laughs> yeah, like yeah. A slowness and things and like that. And that's something that you can't really do well in the movie. You can't, but I, I will say that when when Jake hits the desert, when he first goes to Midworld, mm-hmm. and they have that traveling scene of him in the desert, and then he eventually comes on the gunslinger, and then they're like walking in the rocks and shit... Right. Like, man, I fucking love that stuff. <laughs> and I think it does a good, it does yeah, I mean, well it in showing, like, okay, they're walking around and yeah. there's, like, cool locations and stuff. Yeah, and it it could have worked with a little bit more of that. Like, I feel if there was anything lacking in that, it's that they could have showed a few more just random little things that were yeah. just showing the vastness of the the distance they were going or the right you know just a multiple landscapes to say hey they wandered through all of this shit but right that's one thing that's that is very different in the movie and it's probably because they shifted the main character to be jake or at least they started with Jake, and so that he, yeah, he becomes like, basically the main character. You're, I'm sure they did it to get like new people, so they have like we start in our world, and then we go to fantasy right, world, right. where like new people don't have to just be like, oh, where the fuck are we? Fantasy, it's western, but it's but okay, now we're sci-fi. Like what the fuck? <laughs> you right, know, like people would do right. Yeah. People would do that, and so I see why you would introduce the regular human guy and then take him on a journey. Right. Um, But like you don't get the same sense of Roland's journey. Like he's, he's going to get to the fucking tower. (laughs) Like it's Mm -hmm. not the same, like constant ever present thing. Like it's more, they're more reacting in this one, which I guess is just the way that it's written. But, and I don't mind it. No, it, it works it's structured well to the hour and a half you've got to tell the story yeah and you know and you've got to fight the big villain at the end and have a showdown with him and then there's got to be a a definite conclusion to it otherwise the movie just feels incomplete so right like yeah i mean they could have they could have gotten away and uh mcconaughey shakes his fist and then the fucking gunslinger gets a hot dog and they end the movie. But, I mean, and then you know, like, okay, well, the sequel, they're going to take him on again. But yeah, that would, it's not the same. I mean. Yeah. And honestly, they can still do that with, you know, the powers that he well, was throwing around. You could just well, say, hey, yeah, he got out of that. Well, he's definitely not dead. I mean, I think yeah. that it's, I don't know that they don't really say one way or the other, but as soon as I saw him get shot and then they show his body on the ground, I'm like, yeah, whatever. He's not dead. He's right. Fucking... <laughs> I mean, there's so many ways to get out of that narratively, especially yeah. for a character like him who right. creates illusions constantly. Yeah. And... That motherfucker ain't dead. Yeah. He, he, 
he took off. He <laughs> went, oh, I got you. Oh, shit, I'm just going to take off and recover. You He's know? fine. And yeah. so, yeah, he, he, he sees, like, uh, I'm not going to be able to win at this point. Fuck it. Adios. And, uh, you know, he his body at that point is dead and then he moves on and does something else and he said okay we'll, we'll give up this this particular this little thing yeah. and uh, we'll move on to the next thing because that's yeah. how he is in the book too where like yeah he, he sets up these things to to catch roland or whatever and it doesn't work and roland on to plan know, two yeah one. and then they fucking he moves on to the next thing yeah so yeah i mean that was fine yeah. Yeah, I mean I enjoyed everything in the movie. Maybe the beginning was a little too I don't know with him just like, "Oh, you're he, everybody thinks he's crazy." The beginning and, is a little shaky. Yeah, it, it, that part's a little shaky, but it is in that it's the most normal part of the movie and you right. you're just like, "Oh fuck." <laughs> Like, is this uh, going to be the whole movie? Yeah, it's just like, oh, this is just every movie ever wonderful. Exactly. <laughs> like, and it has a, a very, very um, generic score with the little piano notes. And you're just like, oh, fuck. You know, nobody believes him. And he's dreaming. It's just, yeah. It's, and you're just like, oh, and he's going to find out it's real. Uh, and then we're going to go. Right. Uh, Not then, a great start. No. But... This movie is 90 minutes, <laughs> and so it doesn't really linger on anything right. for very long. And it, it, it gets over that hump very quickly. Yeah, pretty and then, quick. And then it's just rolling from there. And yeah. Yeah, and I, I mean, there's, other than that, I think that there are things that could possibly be done better, but for they're sure. not bad anywhere sure. in there. And What do you think? There, there's a few things that I think could have improved. It's mostly just things they could have added in that yeah. I think would have impro- or possibly improved it, or just, just little okay. tiny tidbits here like and what? there. Like, like I was kind of mentioning with them traveling. I, I think there yeah, was, a little bit more because a lot of the books are kind of like there's this old world that is ruined and collapsed, right. and I feel like maybe just like they then they it's they do it a bit in the book or the yeah. novel or that movie rather where there's right, right. there's these ruins of old things yeah. lying around and it's like but mostly it's just that the like the amusement park <laughs> yeah it's like and there's a few other little tiny things here and there but it just feels like the books I felt like it's just it's everywhere. There's just wreckage of ages gone there by, is. just lying around every ten feet, and it's like I kind of felt like there should maybe have been more of just random junk just lying around from ran- from various yeah. things. I mean, there's there's a few instances like when he goes into the desert. The desert in the in the book, the first book, is very sparse. Yeah, um, and then. So when Jake goes to the desert, yeah, there's this there's giant part machine where there's, yeah, there's like that there. fucking and like I just feel like there could be a few more things like that, I, just scattered more evenly yeah, through the movie to remind you of that. I agree, and that's nothing big. It's just like I could have used a, a tiny little one or two seconds here and there, yeah. scattered of just here's another thing lying there. And right, that would have been kind of cool. There yeah. was like some subway entrance in the the village that, where they found the other gate to Keystone. Or yeah, yeah. There, there was like a subway entrance that 
I kind of actually had to pause it and go and look at it. Like, well, what did that sign say? Like, oh, it's a subway entrance. Yeah, yeah okay. Like, okay, cool. Like there. Yeah, like that. That town has a lot of. Yeah, it just it just, just like seemed like there were a few focused moments of that in the movie, and then yeah. it never really built on that in the way that. Yeah, I might have liked a little more. Yeah, I, yeah, you're right. You don't get the same sense that the world has moved on, as they always say in the books. Right. Like, you don't get that same sense of that, just how fucked up <laughs> Roland's world is. Right. And I think that could have been done in like an extra 10 seconds of the movie. Just a little second here, a half second there yeah. of just some pan over to the side here's a piece of shit from, <laughs> from here's some plane nose down into the dirt sticking out you know just some yeah. little thing like that just sticking out but to kind of related to that something i kind of thought would have happened i, I thought it was going to go there and okay. it didn't and i was kind of a little disappointed that it didn't was um there, there's a scene in there where they're sitting on this collapsed Ferris wheel, and Roland's like, "No one knows what these things are." They're yeah, from yeah. The, and Jake's like, "It's an amusement park. <laughs> like, just right. it's a freaking Disneyland thing. What are right. you doing?" And, and I kind of thought, like, at the end, and they, they kind of did this where Roland gets the hot dog. I thought they'd go to like an amusement park, oh, and Roland okay, yeah. would be like, "Holy crap, it's those things that are like." I kind of wanted that to be instead of the hot dog or just. There, yeah. Look, dude, there's the amusement park. Like go to what, Coney Island or something. Yeah, and see a Ferris wheel or something and have Roland be like, oh, whoa. <laughs> as long as they don't get on it. I think if they got on Yeah, that would be a little too weird. <laughs> but, you know, just... <laughs> a little too much for me, but... You know, I, I kind of wanted that little moment of, here's this the answer yeah, to this question. Yeah, yeah. that Because most of the time in the books, you're seeing this this crap lying around and you don't know what it is they don't know what it is no one knows what it is it's right and here it's like you find the ferris wheel and roland doesn't know what it is but you know what it is and jake yeah. knows what it is yeah and it's yeah. like this could be this answering moment of uh that for roland yeah, yeah. and it, it i just think just a little scene like that would have been nice yeah i could see that um the other thing i think could have improved the movie is uh, to fit in better with this theme, which after our conversation about this being a sequel instead of a, a redo, a, right, uh, just a, like adaptation, a adaptation, I feel like that this theme is even more important to it now. Is the whole thing of him making the right choice with Jake and yeah. not sacrificing him or letting him die? And in the climax, you have the scene where Jake is tied to the chair, yeah, and he's fighting. Randall Flag, whatever you want to call him. Right. I, I will always think of him as Randall Flag. I'm sorry. But. Walter Paddock. <laughs> Walter Odin. He goes by many names. We yep. need the fucking intercessor here, man. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> to roll off the names. But maybe he was the guy Thor choked out in. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, the, maybe that into the Roland is the fucking intercessor. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, dang. That, that would have been a... That would have been a very interesting casting choice. Yeah. <laughs> Again, too old at this point to right, right. to fill the role. But had there been a Dark Tower movie in the eighties with oh, John man. Michael Thor's the yeah, gunslinger, I'd fucking watch it. <laughs> <laughs> he likes leather, so <laughs> there you go. Get the chaps on and go to town. Uh, oh, but um, I kind of feel like it would have been a more complete feeling to that if. 
there was a choice moment where yeah. he can go, I can either shoot Walter and kill him, or I can shoot the cage that Jake is in and get him out and yeah. be that moment of choice where he can either fulfill his vengeance or make that right choice of not sacrifice. Right. And, and to really, and I, I feel like if that were in the climax, it would have been maybe, a, maybe it just would have been cheesier. I don't know, but I mean, it definitely would have been if it was done in that specific way, which is kind of how it would is set up to be if you were going to do it right there. Right. Like that is a cliche <laughs> right. like, moment. And so you like, you know, so that's just something you, I was like, I don't know. Do yeah. I, ideally maybe that could work. Maybe it wouldn't. I'm not sure on that. But. Well, I agree that the, the idea of trying to make it an obvious choice is a good one. Yeah, maybe not in that specific moment. Maybe not, but, but that's that's the obvious place where that choice could have been. Right, right. <clears throat> I yeah, I don't want it to be a cliche, but I, I do. There should be a, like an active choice. Yeah, and I feel like if they'd fit that in somewhere, that would have been yeah again something that you could do very quickly, not really padding out the film any. And yeah, yeah. Like so, th- those are just those are the things that I kind of thought you could do this and make them short and punchy and just squeeze them in without really bulking the film up beyond yeah. what you want and without ruining the pacing. Yeah, I, I feel I'm like that could have been done and it would be an even better movie. It but. could have been done for sure. Hmm. I'm trying to think if there is a choice where he, that's like less obvious. Cause he, and I guess it's when he just chooses to go and, rescue him in the first place well because he goes at the same time that's not really the choice because walter's there and he wants so it's not really a choice it's a coincidence of both goals so yeah yeah i don't know yeah they should have done that better i mean i don't mind but yeah i mean like i say the movie isn't bad because the it's not there or something it just yeah well is i'm i don't remember if he if he chooses to let Jake die in the first book or if he's like, is it an active choice or is it something that just happens because he made a decision that then led to that? Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not remembering that either. So it's been a while since I've read that, but I, f- I feel like even if that's how it is in the, in that first story, that first version, this yeah. one still coming around because it's such a central right aspect to this movie in specific but also to the character if this is one of the big things that he gets right this time that right. he fails at before yeah yeah they then sh- yeah this time around to make it clear that he's getting this it, getting it done right this time right would have just been a good idea anyway yeah and i think they could have done that because this movie is trying to do two things it's trying to be a sequel for fans and also trying to introduce new people to the story who are not going to know it's a sequel and just present a a fun 90 minute movie. Right. And so they would have to balance that because yeah, you'd have to do the choice in a way where, where it doesn't seem dumb to like new people where it's like, Oh yeah, of course he's going to save this kid. But yeah, I don't know. 
it's a tough i mean tough a tough choice and that's and that's kind of why i was thinking right there at the end because it is a choice between his vengeance yeah which which he does spend a whole movie just right. going i'm here to kill this guy yeah so you you definitely then want run into that choice of do you do what you want or do you do what's right and, right and the whole thing about is he still a gunslinger is he right the, yeah because that doesn't i don't think that's really in the in the books at all like no he's a lot more if it's there at all it's much more subtly done right where it's and if anything it's roland himself questioning yeah. in the books because he's he very much in the books feels that he himself is has done done stuff wrong he, right he knows you know, he's done stuff wrong but this roland is more like I know, like, I'm, <laughs> like, he's, uh, I don't know that he knows he's done stuff wrong, but he just feels like he's a fucking waste. <laughs> like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's. He's more depressed, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's a bit of, a, I mean, not that he wasn't in the books, but. Right, you know, but I mean, and, like and a, they quote that uh, Trent Reznor song of. Yeah. The, what, whatever the, blanking on it, the name, but. Oh, I don't remember. That's that's like at the very beginning of the books, or some, or one of the books, or something. Is man, I don't remember. In the books, I I know it was quoted in the books, okay. and, and like the or at least the edition that I read, it, yeah, it had a quote from. Uh, I can't remember the the, the, the one the, that Johnny Cash did oh, the cover okay. of that every, everybody yeah. thinks Johnny Cash did it b- right, because right. he did this big cover of it and hurt myself today to see if I still feel. Yeah, yeah, and and that playing up as Roland's perception of that himself makes sense. yeah as um yeah the, the whole thing of like how he, he hurts everyone he loves and you know, yeah and everybody dies and yeah that and so that song was in the opening pages of one of the books oh, okay i don't remember books. that it might have been like the last it must have been one was. of those newer ones yeah because yeah. i'm less De- definitely not from like the well, 70s yeah, when it was like before the song existed well, yeah but. clearly not but but uh so. yeah i know those ones not as well because i i devoured those when they came out and then like yeah i kind of moved just, on from them i I, can't, I just remember this like the opening like blurb quoting that and having one of the little pictures of roland walking by okay looking all depressed and <laughs> like one of the what, whoever the artist was that did the yeah the art for those books but well it's a different every book is a different guy oh, okay because i think i w- when i was reading them it was all the set one edition oh, of everything that was done maybe the, the maybe the last three are the same people person i don't yeah, know yeah it might have been because I, I i suspect it was in those last three that okay. he did right in a row and yeah those might be all the same person, but I know the early, the first four at least are all different people. Yeah, everyone is a different thing. Like the wizard and glass one is like totally abstract, random fucking art. That's and the mm. first book is like paintings of you know beauty and <laughs> Roland and all this you know cool yeah. wasteland. Okay, shit. That's, that's a lot different because I don't remember. I, I just remember one style of art being more like line art, like oh, non-colored okay. comic book kind of art. Oh, okay. Because there's like line art in in the first book, just like at the beginning of each each chapter, they're still sectioned off as the short stories as they were written. So like mm. the the there's one called the way station, and there's a little line art drawing of the way station. Um, and so those are probably in later books too. But but there's there's like full color. 
mm. art in all of the, yeah. the hardcover editions. And yeah. some of I the imagine there have been multiple editions of these books over the years and that they wind up with different art and stuff. They should, if they have the art, they should they should retain that that yeah. that major art though. I don't know. Yeah, cuz I I just remember the the art interior to the book being very minor and just little oh, okay. tiny little bits of hmm. more like marginalia, not not yeah. really integral to anything. Well, if you read, did you read paperbacks? Probably, I think they were the paperbacks. Okay, then the paperbacks don't have any of the major art. It's mm. only the 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 trade paperbacks and the hardcovers that have the art. Mm. But the the paperbacks have all of the line art that's within text and stuff like that. Yeah, um, so it's, that's probably what I'm okay thinking of. Yeah, so yeah, I have a, I have them. I don't have the seventh one, but uh, I have everything else. Yeah, if you want to look at the, the beautiful art. Yeah, I, I'm sure I will <laughs> immediately recognize it and also go, oh, that's not what I was remembering. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm as faded memories always are. Right. But like, there's in. The Wastelands, the third book, when Jake is redrawn and he goes through the house and that house demon that like rises up out of the boards and shit attacks yeah. him that's in this movie for a little bit. Yeah, that that scene seemed like a little familiar. Like, oh, I I, I think this sort of happened in the book. I oh, can't really? Remember? You... Like, oh it just, man, it was something like, oh, house demon. God, that sounds so familiar. Oh, like, dude, I just that... I wasn't remembering how that, that played scene out, is but... fucking hardcore in the book. That's one of my favorite scenes in all of the books. I I think Wasteland is my favorite of the books. That one or the 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 next one where the where it's like Roland is a teenager. Um. Mm. But yeah, no, that scene in the book is completely different because Roland has the other people, uh, Susan and and Eddie, and through that whole beginning of the wastelands, Roland is like like his brain is like fracturing where he doesn't like he loses touch with reality and and they have to that's when they first. Uh, that's when that's the book where he introduces the idea of the beams and the beam guardians mm, and they right. fight that giant bear. Yeah, <laughs> I, I kind of remember the giant bear like it was like rotting or something. Yeah, like, it had it, like some kind of bra robot brain yeah, in its, its head with radar dish or something. Right, on right, right. Head. And then it's but it's all like broken down and fucked up. And so like they have to go through all of that while Roland is like slowly losing his mind and then at some point they realize like like they need Jake and I don't remember how but but the the book goes between him and Jake in the in the real world where because in the second book they the third door that they uh the third door is to the guy that killed Jake in the first book and then they mm. kill him. <laughs> and so then Jake lives and when he should have died in his version of the earth. And so mm -hmm. he starts going crazy and that's when he starts drawing and getting all the dreams of the gunslinger. And that's the shit that's at the beginning of this movie. Mm. And then eventually he finds the house, but he finds the rose and the the vacant lot and all this other shit in the book too that they didn't put in this one which is fine because you know it's not an unlimited fucking movie right but um but they go to the house and the house is is the same kind of thing in the book dutch hill brooklyn and and he goes there and 
I there's not like the the technology with the door there. It's something because Roland and has to do some kind of fucking summoning ritual to bring this demon out on his side of the world and then there's the house of demon that's made up of the boards and shit that's Mm -hmm. attacking jake and basically i don't believe you can't remember this because this shit is crazy (laughs) but anyway they they summon this fucking demon on in the midworld side and that demon uh has to like that susan has to keep it its attention on her so it's like raping her (laughs) while they're opening the fucking door and trying to get jake through and and she's like screaming all these fucking obscenities at it the whole goddamn time (laughs) it's it's one of the like craziest scenes i've ever read i fucking like it blew my mind and probably because i read it as a as a i don't know i was probably like 17 or 18 or something Mm, like that so it really like like holy shit yeah clearly i gotta read these again because i'm <laughs> i i think because like i think because i burned through them so yeah. quick i read all of them right yeah, in a row too much. it's just it just blurs too much for can't me can't binge yeah. it man that's what yeah. i don't like about the binge you gotta you know have some have some time to process things right, right like i had multiple years in between books like waiting and shit <laughs> like yeah. when i got to the end of the fourth one there wasn't anything else i had to wait for the next five right. six and seven yeah that's but yeah so so they they, they do a version <laughs> a very light version of that in the right. movie yeah um, where he just gets kind of sucked up but but he's, he's because he has the shine and they actually call it the shine which i love yeah bringing in the shining um to this you know the another connection to the stephen king world right, right. um because he's so like psychically powerful he just explodes the fucking <laughs> <laughs> the demon yeah and goes yeah through. i was kind of thinking that house must have been in some stephen king book somewhere no that's just a straight up like just dark tower dark book tower okay. yeah and yeah he goes to that house in the in the the book and mm. meets up with that demon i don't remember too much other than that i don't think but anyway what i was gonna say is there's a there's a drawing of that fucking house demon and it's like made up of boards and shit and it looks like the shit in the in the movie Mm. and i didn't see it here but there's a face in that drawing and i swear to god when i saw it in the theater i thought i saw that face that same fucking face (laughs) but i didn't see it when i watched it this time so Uh, i don't know if it was because it wasn't giant yeah, or that, that if is I something. Wasn't paying attention. When when I was watching this movie, I was like, "Oh, I wish I had a bigger TV for this." <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it was. This cool. would have been really uh, like, oh man, should have caught this in theaters. Yeah, it was cool in the theater, and and that was like the first time I had gone in a couple years, so it was just like, <laughs> I was like a little kid again seeing a movie. It was so, like, oh my god, it's so big. <laughs> <laughs> so it really like blew my mind. It was cool. Yeah. And, like, I remember in the theater thinking that the boards, they're all CG, obviously. Right. But, like, I remember thinking, like, holy shit, that looks real. Like, it looks like they they yeah, it, somehow it, made a it fucking... It looked pretty good. They've, the effects in the movie were pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty solid, the, all the CG and stuff. I mean, there's not a lot of CG, but it's... Uh, it all it seems pretty good, yeah. yeah. It, all seemed pretty good. 
I was, I don't, did you notice any, any bird head tahine <laughs> in the movie? No, I don't think so, no. I, I think they just showed the rat people, and so I was, I was a little sad because I yeah. always liked the bird head guys, but. Oh, well. Yeah. See, that's another thing that, like, the tahine people, I don't even know that they come into the story until, like, maybe the sixth or seventh book. But then yeah. he puts it into that revised gunslinger. Mm. Um, those people with the fucking skin masks and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like. Yeah, that was so, done pretty good in the movie. Yeah, too, that was like done it. really well, I thought. It was just like, ooh, it's like. <laughs> yeah. With the, <laughs> like, oh, man. With that seam and it like, yeah, kinda, yeah it's fucking cool. And just so much stuff like the, the Dixie pig, that fucking place. They go there right. in the in the. In the yeah, seventh and book, and there's all those fucking vampires like eating like roasted babies and shit <laughs> in the book. They didn't do that in the movie, of yeah, course. Yeah, I was like, oh, I don't didn't see <laughs> but, that in the movie. But, but in the book, mm. that's when uh, Father Callahan from Salem's Lot is oh, with yeah, them yeah, at yeah, that yeah. point. And so he goes with, I don't remember who he goes with, but he goes in there and starts fucking killing all those vampires in the book. Uh, shit is dope. Yeah. I like, love uh, that fucking book. And oh. like, 19 yeah like, yeah uh, that's like the that's coordinates the, yeah. that he types in it for like he's got all this you know 19 19 19 and I'm like oh that, there you go 19 yeah. like it, yeah that's everything's gone that, 19 right <laughs> that comes up in the in the later books where yeah. it's like the, the the number that keeps resurfacing and stuff right so i was like there's there's all sorts of little yeah. things like that and i have to say that as Okay, you've mentioned this before of like these being these doorways that are more common in this movie than in the books and stuff. Yeah, where they're, they're more like technological. Right, than, right. Like, I mean, they're broken down and they're they're part of this fucked up world that's moved on. But right. yeah, they're 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 technology and not like a a regular knob door like it. Yeah, but at the same time, I kind of like that as a sequel because one of the premises of the dark tower yeah is that the dark tower is this magical thing yes and it's got all these it's supporting the world through magic yeah and that over time this magic is breaking down and being replaced with technology so okay. these magical doors have broken down and they've been repaired oh, with technology shit, that's dope. and yeah. that they weren't at that state in the novels, but right, now, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. now they need to be supported by technology. And yeah, fucking a, there you go. <laughs> so I see that as like this. Yeah, it's not the way they were in the books, but it's a continuation. Yeah, yeah. Of how it the world was going in the books. Oh man, so. yeah, I love it. That's great. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I'm like, yeah. I didn't like. I had a. I probably some people had a problem. Like, oh, it's not a fucking door. I liked that it was fucked up technology because it looked cool. <laughs> yeah, it just looked but, awesome, yeah. But, but uh, that ex explanation really, like, uh, makes total sense. Yeah, And, and so and now I it's, like, even cooler. And I could see, because <laughs> in this one, I feel a lot more like Walter's got a network of stuff going on. Yeah, he seems and, a lot more organized. And and I feel like maybe he's the one who did that, of just trying to be like, oh, shit, I need these fucking doors to work, because I need to get places. And yeah. And like, let's, let's fix up these fucking doors. And <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Because he seems to be in control of a lot of them. Yeah. And Yeah, and I... 
again, I'm foggy on on a lot of the things, but in the book, there are the 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 Merlin's rainbow of stones. Right, right. All the little and magic. And I don't remember how many he has in the books or how many he acquires. But when they show him, oh yeah, he's with got like them, the black. One he's got a he's talking, but he to. like opens this fucking drawer and he's got a whole shitload of them, and so. Like, if because I remember each like like uh, yeah each one had like its own powers right like and... the fucking infinity stones of, of yeah Thanos, <laughs> where it's like mind gym and all this shit like they're the same kind of a thing but there's more of them and so the fact that he had all of those was like oh fuck he's in some like like the tower is falling and as time goes on it gets more uh, more deteriorated and so he as this figure of darkness is gaining more power and acquiring more of these like objects of power and things. Right. It's like, Oh, uh, there's, there's so many little things like that, that yeah, I, I, are fucking dope. I hadn't even recognized that as being the, the orbs, but oh, once, really? once you mentioned they that, are like, a... Oh shit. Yeah. He was like talking into yeah, one yeah. and like, Oh damn. Yeah. And he like uses one to like see, what Roland is doing, like in the other world, and, right. and they're smaller than I. I saw them as like traditional crystal ball. Yeah, I kind of imagined them as bigger, but, but uh, so they made them smaller. But and so that was a little. Eh, you could have made them bigger, but fuck it. Just the fact that they were in the movie, like really, it was like, oh yeah. shit! I was in the theater, like holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> as, and I kind of remember that just from the, the books of that just being one of the the weirdest just kind of non sequitur like yeah. sudden moments of oh yes it's like the grapefruit <laughs> i'm like wait what <laughs> like what are you fucking talking about <laughs> and uh, like at that point i don't think they've really introduced the concept of the right of their what they are in the first place it's just like yes you need merlin's grapefruit or whatever he described it. yeah it's just yeah, like, what yeah. The fuck are you talking about right now? and then it goes into an explanation of it and yeah i don't remember when those get introduced i know there's one in the wizard and glass the, the yeah the yeah i mean that's right in the title practically basically yes <laughs> so yes there's they're definitely in there by that well i know that there's one specifically in that because there's he acquires it at the end of that book and then becomes obsessed with it and like he's like his friends have to fucking drag him home on that little like makeshift uh like i don't know what you call it um they do it in westerns where like the guy's sick we gotta make this oh, little yeah, thing the for the fucking horse to drag him or whatever yeah it's a weird french word i have no idea how to pronounce because it's french and something that like that well they but, make him a little thing and so he's like on this and i i remember there being like a blanket like he's fucking got a blanket over him and the and the orb and he's just like looking into the orb and i don't remember what he's seeing but he just becomes fucking obsessed with it, and that's when he like goes home and 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 uh, it's kind of a little crazy. That might be where he kills his mom. I don't remember, but mm. uh, man, <laughs> just the fact that they put that in there. There's so much shit like that that uh -huh. that uh, I don't see how readers of the book like can't watch this movie and be like, oh shit. Yeah, I mean, if you, you know, I don't if know. you got a really foggy memory of it like I do, yeah, 
it's still like, oh, this is hitting the basic points of right. the story. It works as an adaptation of yeah, yeah. Because adaptations are never exact replicas, and right, if they were, what would be the point of them? Just go and get the original. Like, yeah, if you're not going to change something, why are you making a new version? Right. And, and this one is specifically setting out to be <laughs> to a, sequel. Make a sequel. Yeah, and so with that, then it's like, well, that's awesome. And yeah, I mean, by the end of it, I was thinking like, oh man, you could totally just see this as like the next loop. Yeah, and that's in cool. I I made a point not to ever mention that to you, <laughs> so that when you watch the movie, it would be like a new thing that you would either discover or not discover. So it's cool yeah, that so. you did. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure if that was, like, I didn't think that was intentional. I was just yeah. like, oh, well, hey, I, c I can get down with that as just another version right. of events that happens later or elsewhere in the Dark Tower universe. Yeah, it's definitely intentional, though. Yeah. They knew what they were doing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm appreciating this even more of yeah. it, the way it ties into things. Well, I mean, they've worked on this for a long fucking time to get it to where it is. They had yeah. multiple scripts. They were trying to make this for for a number of years. Um, and they eventually arrived at this version of the script, the sequel version. Like, they tried to make a straight version. Like, there's multiple versions of the script where they were just doing straight versions. And then somebody came up with this idea, like, oh, fuck, let's do this. And then, yeah, and then yeah, uh, that, they made that. That works. I like it. And uh, Stephen King has a, an assistant, and it's a lady, and I, I think her name is Robin Firth, if I remember mm. right. Anyway, she was his assistant for all things Dark Tower, and so she was when he was writing the the fifth, sixth, and seventh books. She'd be kind of fact it was, checking it. It was her job to compile all of the world facts and all of the shit that he had previously written, and tell him like, "Oh no, you can't do that because of this or whatever." Keep so it that he could see, yeah. keep it straight because he. Yeah, was, there's so much in there. Yeah, there's a lot, and he had had been hit by the fucking van a year or oh, two yeah, before yeah. so he was really like you know i gotta finish this i feel the need yeah. and but was, i need help yeah this this was stuff going back literally <laughs> right. decades yeah. that he was trying to keep straight so, and yeah. so he didn't you know he's like okay i need somebody to help me with that so then she put together these compendium books and they published them oh that's um cool. and so there's two compendium books with all this extra weird knowledge and stuff um, but anyway, she was like the script consultant for this movie. And so they basically used her in the same way that Stephen King did. And so knowing all this knowledge, she was able to help them inject all this random shit. So I imagine that a lot of these little details are because they actually employed her yeah, to work yeah. on it. Oh, that's cool. And uh, yeah, so it's. I remember when when the movie came out, they they had a screening, and it was like Stephen King was there and Robin Firth was there. If that's her name, I can't. I'm pretty sure that's her name, but I feel bad that I don't know it. But anyway, she was there, and they both wrote like a blog post about it on the Stephen King website, mm. and it was like I was very nervous about the movie. Like I'm one of those people that 
I didn't want them to ever make a Dark Tower movie because I feel that it's perfect in its written form and yeah, that a movie like, version would, would be... Would never do it justice. Right. Yeah. And so they wrote about their experience and specifically Robin's account of watching the movie and like she was just blown away by how the world came alive and like they brought all these little things together and it was just like wow seeing it all together at once was just amazing this is a great version of you know a next step of the story and so that gave me confidence going into this movie when I saw it in the theater and then when I actually saw it it was like fuck they are totally right they're right on this is everything that they were said it was gonna be and all of these negative reviews they don't know what the fuck they're talking about because <laughs> yeah, it was already like shit on by the time I went and saw it. Mm. I mean, I think I saw it in the first week or two, but, but it was already like just getting horrible reviews. Man, it's so sad. It's, it's uh, very yeah, sad. It's, it's very a good sad. movie. Yeah. I mean, solid. I don't know what people want. Yeah. One of the big claims was that it was too generic. How a, a, a movie with, multiple dimensions and western and and sci-fi and there's some horrific elements with that that monster at the fucking uh amusement park yeah thing and like there's so much going on i don't see how it's generic i mean that complaint i think comes up a lot with stephen king movies oh you think so I, I and mean, i've i've seen that a lot of people just in specifically adaptations of his stuff okay not necessarily the books themselves but yeah um and i think to an extent i mean i think i see where people are getting that idea from in that stephen king really hits on narrative structure okay in, in a way that like it's it's generic because that's the way you have to tell a story yeah, and and he's good at honing in on what makes a story work. Yeah, he and he is a very like a student of the classical structure, and yeah, he loves and it, uh, that kind of stuff. And so he hones in on these structural points that I think people are seeing. Oh well, it has the rescue scene. It has the yeah, it's yeah. generic because it has the and it's like right, you know, it's. But that's how you structure a story, period. That's, right. you know, it's well, you like could that's... call any Hero's Journey movie, which is a lot of fucking movies, right. like you could call and, them generic then. If and gonna... I think it's just that Stephen King hits on that structure more clearly and yeah. more effectively than those other things are. That they, like, it feels like everything else. It's like, no, this is how you're supposed to do it. This is... I guess if you want to call it generic, but it's generic done right. It's, it's, yeah. it's hitting on that structure and the plot points it, how they should be done yeah doing it in a way that makes them the most effective and because other things that are effective at that as well are doing the same thing it's like the the big successful stuff is big and successful because it's good and because yeah. to a certain degree not always but <laughs> but you know you're, it's because you're hitting on these points if right. it's if it's working it's working because it's being done right and yeah if you see enough things that are done right and working that way it can you think it's generic yeah i can kind of understand that but it's less this the, particular thing i don't yeah, know yeah i don't know i mean it's it's the specifics that make it 
generic or not generic. It's right, and, and, and I this feel movie like the has specifics... so many things that are just like you've got this western gunslinger shooting yeah. demons. Like what when movie the f- does that? Yeah, when the fuck has anybody <laughs> ever seen that? And then the oh now they they can jump between worlds. Like yeah, and that's no fucking movie. And has there's that. these freaking like rat people with fake right. skins, right? And, and like. Like, I mean, you can maybe find all of those individual things in a movie yeah, somewhere. Yeah, maybe, in, but... But not in the same movie. Not all right, right. in one spot working together and... Yeah, I don't know. People are... I don't know. People are fucking weird. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But that was one of the major complaints is that it's it's generic and it's like... Because people... That's what the people were saying that it's like, oh, this is Stephen King's last action hero <laughs> where <laughs> where the kid goes into the, the fantasy world. And it's like, yeah, that's... <laughs> like, did you actually watch the movie, though? Because <laughs> it's not really like that. Like, it's a completely different thing. Uh, yeah, it's... Yeah, that's a... It's, uh... And if... If... If even it is... Like Last Action Hero, Gunslinger is well before Last Action Hero was a thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, that's that is also true. <laughs> like, especially the arc that it's yeah. telling here happened yeah. way before that movie came out in the books. So, right, that's like complaining a Shakespeare movie has been done right. before. Like, yeah, but, well, what do you mean? <laughs> like, it's freaking Shakespeare. It's fucking what do you want? Stupid. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. A lot of book people thought that it should be straight adaptation, and they didn't understand why all of these different things were happening, which I guess means that that they didn't understand that it was a sequel. Yeah, I guess I think that's what was probably their problem. Yeah, but fuck them. (laughs) Dude, it's a sequel. A sequel is far more interesting than seeing the same story told in 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 a reduced way. Right, right. I mean, I don't know. I think it's I think it's dope. I want to see the sequels because the sequels are only going to get cooler as they go on with the, the, all yeah. the added stuff. Yeah, yeah. I would I would love to see the series continue. I would love to see it become a series. And, yeah. And Fuck yeah! I I I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I'm considering the uh, but lackluster um, results. But yeah, I mean, I would. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's sad. Um, there, the only thing that's currently supposedly in the works is, do you remember? Um, fuck, it's probably like ten years ago or so now. The the initial pu- uh, push to make the movie was that they were going to adapt the whole series, and it was going to be. Um, done by doing a movie and then a TV series, like mm. a season that would be like Game of Thrones, 10 hours or something, and, and then, then have another movie and then have another series and sort of bridge gaps with yeah. with these long series. So that is still partially the plan. Mm. And so there is a TV series version of Wizard and Glass the the flashback mm. in development um and amazon has the rights to that and so apparently that's being produced okay the the question of whether it's going to specifically tie into this movie or, or if be it's, its own thing be yeah. its own thing is up for grabs because the only 
I looked around. I looked around when the movie came out, and then I looked around just yesterday to see if anything new had come out. But the only thing is a interview with Stephen King, and he says, "Yeah, they're moving forward with the TV show, but at but it would be basically a complete reboot. It's not going to be connected to the movie." Mm. Which, on one hand, like, okay complete reboot not connected to the movie but on the other hand it's based on wizard and glass so you wouldn't have to have any of the people that are in this movie and it's before the time loop of roland so it can just be its own thing and not be connected so i don't know if reading what he says as it's not connected to the movie or not but Perhaps if that series does well, maybe they'll get another movie going. I don't know. By that point, the kid who plays Jake is going to be old. Yeah. <laughs> and so I don't fucking know. But I'm sad that they didn't. They don't get to continue. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It's just. Uh, did you watch any of the deleted scenes? Yeah, I did watch the deleted oh, scenes. Oh, I haven't those watched were, any of those. So uh, they were. They were fun. They were interesting. The okay. Wolf. And nothing, nothing super special. I mean, yeah. But they, there was a little bit more of like the junk lying around from the past. Okay. Kind of well, stuff. there you so go. There was a little bit of that in. Huh. Well, they should have kept it in, I guess. Yeah. There was maybe that <laughs> one thing. There. I mean, they were all things that were like not really necessary. Yeah. Okay. Important. But, Makes sense. And honestly, I don't know that they added a whole lot of flavor or anything either. Oh, okay. Well, there was, I guess there's a reason they're cut then. Yeah, I mean, they, I kind of watched them. I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't really need them. <laughs> and there was some scene where they're just walking and kind of chatting, but it's not really. It's just whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was some scene where Jake is in the desert. Yeah. And that is actually a point where I thought the editing in the film was kind of weird, where it just, because okay. it showed, like, Jake's walking around in the desert. He sees this giant pile of junk yeah and then it just is hard cut to some to him walking around elsewhere and i was yeah. just like whoa that was a bit of a weird like even at the time as watching the movie i was like oh that was a weird cut like it yeah. seemed a little sudden and i would yeah that that, that's, is... that scene actually continued on uh, okay. so that is a weird cut where the, like he uh-huh. actually kind of walks around it and sees a cafe sitting out there oh and... fuck they should have left that <laughs> yeah that's and, cool i mean just i mean maybe I mean, I guess when he sees the cafe, you've got to go in and see what's going on in there. But yeah, it's kind of like a. Yeah, I yeah. If you did show the cafe, then why? And then cut to the same shot of whatever it picks up. Yeah. With, so he ba- then like like yeah. why wouldn't he go to that cafe? But still, yeah. I understand it. But yeah. Yeah. Fuck. I mean, he he goes in and he basically asks if anybody's seen Roland, and they point him in the right direction, and he. Oh, so he does go to the cafe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So he he goes in, he has a conversation there, and he walks out and oh, kind of finds so out, oh Roland's in... going over that way, and so he it uh, gives. So I don't. I mean, that scene was probably the one that he goes in and there's people though. I, yeah, it's see, just uh... it's just kind of weird. Like, yeah. See, I don't know. I I'm on board if it's a derelict cafe, but I don't know about with people there. Like, are they eating and shit? Yeah, it's like just uh, this weird, like it's just he wandered into Moss Eisley or something, and it was just like, wait, how is this in the desert? No, What's going yeah, on? I don't like it. I'm glad they yeah, cut it. I'm yeah, I mean, cut it. it was, 
kind of interest like yeah i mean it kind of needed to be gone yeah. But yeah well maybe i mean i'm gonna watch it but but uh i just didn't because you had the disc so i didn't have a chance to watch it and mm. when i got it i didn't want to watch it without watching the movie first so right right there was some some other weird thing there was like an alternate version of his dreams oh okay which the like weird edited mashup of scenes dreams or like um it was like the very opening of the movie i think oh, where he okay. first like wakes up from that oh but, okay and, and that one that one was kind of more just uh hitting the same idea over the head because it's uh it's basically just showing roland going through the gunslinger's creed and oh okay so he's, he's reciting the gunslinger's creed and it's showing some other weird stuff huh and actually i think it was showing one of the doors from the uh, uh, from the books, like uh, doors, where wow. it's an actual, just like a oh, turn knob wow. door, just sitting door. there. Yeah, so it was like one of the. Oh wow! And it was kind of like, oh well, that's kind of weird. But again, that doesn't really fit with the way everything else right, in the movie was right. flowing, and the whole Gunslinger's Creed gets repeated enough in there that you don't right. really need that again. Yeah, they say it a couple times, and it's one of those things that you get it. It's like, yeah, it's one of those things that's like it's good to read. And then to repeat it out loud, it gets a little clunky. It makes I think they did it well in the movie, yeah. Where it, yeah. it makes sense and it doesn't seem too odd. Like it, it feels it feels it's good. more like a mantra than a right. And uh, so I like it in the movie, but yeah, they don't need to do it again. Yeah, it's it, it was just a little unnecessary. It was just like yeah, it's just an alternate version. Yeah, okay. It so was kind of like. I think it was kind of going, oh, and this is actually something I forgot that, that one thing I do kind of wish they did in the movie, and this deleted scene doesn't really do it, but it kind of oh. hints at it in yeah. that it's doing this over like what appears to be maybe the, like Jericho Hill. Oh, yeah. And that's something that I think the movie should have addressed a little clearer. Yeah. Because that's kind of the fulcrum point of Roland's time right. loop. It's right. this big event where that is so constantly alluded to that I kind of feel like they maybe could. And, and again, with movies being a very visually dynamic medium, yeah, that seem, it seems to me this would have been, a movie would have been the, the place to put that battle in a way For that sure. in the books, it maybe wouldn't have been all that impressive to describe how that battle played out. Yeah. Yeah. I like but, how they don't ever show it in the books or talk about it in, in you know, you never detail, like yeah. read. You just the know that it was a huge battle, right? But I mean, even in the movie, they're kind of referencing it constantly. Where Roland's like, "This is where we lost," right? And right. It's, kind of, it's it's kind of hanging over his head the whole movie. Yeah, but you, but don't, you don't see it. It never even really clearly addresses it at all. Right. And I kind of feel like it should have maybe. I mean, you kind of get the scene where he's with his dad back to back fighting. Yeah, and stuff, but that never that's, struck me as being a part of Jericho Hill. Like that no, was that after seems Jericho like a different Hill. thing, yeah. And I just kind of felt like, oh, an actual realization of Jericho Hill, or maybe not a full realization, but maybe, I don't know. Just part of it, at least. But I feel like that... Just something to give the idea of what it was like. Yeah. And I kind of feel like that was absent from the movie. Yeah, they, they could have done that. And that could have been done with that dream if it had just been 
the act like just seeing a part of that battle even right, where right. It just it would have been a good opening to the movie of hey there's gunslingers and they're shooting right, stuff right. like that would have been a cool intro to the film yeah just see like some people dying and like it, oh it's his friends you get the idea you don't yeah. have to like go into death right but, right just just uh, a little tiny bit of that would have yeah i think would have uh, given the movie a little more depth and yeah for sure i'm i don't know how much more they could have done like budget wise right i right. feel like they were probably doing as much as they could in terms of action and stuff because they're even the action scenes are relatively yeah. quick in here right right and but, yeah i think that i think that deleted scene does kind of have it has a little bit of the battle of jericho but it's like roland all by himself which oh, is kind of like no, you should but, no it's got he's got to have like stuff. his buddies yeah. around like, to make it clear that this is what was going no, it's yeah. it just still seemed like roland on his own fighting some demons and it uh, was like no i should definitely have elaine and cuthbert his buddies yeah <laughs> yeah it should it should have had uh, a at least them because i kind of got the feeling that jericho hill was a an actual like army kind of going on from yeah. the books but maybe it wasn't maybe that's just my perception uh, yeah i don't, I don't remember right but i just remember it more than just roland sitting there sure, in a desolate sure, yeah. pile of god knows what i feel like it ends with just them like, yeah like they're the last right, of it, the last right. stand but even then it was like i would kind of imagine them like sitting on a hill and just dead bodies everywhere yes, would have like yes. that would have been really cool if it was just like even again just another like 10 15 second shot just, of yeah. like a hill with corpses everywhere right. and roland at the top with like back to back with his buddies shooting and yeah like that alone even if you never really saw what he was shooting like just, right, you'd that get a would sense give you, of like what yeah. gunslingers were, and now they're not, and now it's yeah, gone, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, so that I, th I think cool. that would have been a, a yeah for sure one of those. So, like I said, all the flaws with the movie are just little tiny things that are missing. Yeah, that could have elevated it a bit, but nothing. I feel like that's a big one though. That yeah, I that think could have could have. That's probably the most important of them. Sold like maybe sold some people on it if it was right. You know, especially right as an opening scene yeah, where yeah. it'd just be like, "Here is gunslingers being gunslingers." Right. Yeah. Ah. Well. Yeah. I mean, it's not like the movie isn't good or functional. No, it, it works. And and I gotta say, I was a, I really liked it when I saw it in the theater. Um, but as anything that you really liked the first time, I was a little like, eh, yeah, maybe. is it gonna, is it gonna live up when I watch yeah. it again? And it was really like, I was maybe even more impressed this time because I was just noticing things and it gets like, um, more than just a movie. Like it gets my fucking brain just firing and <laughs> like, I love dark tower. And so right. when I watch this movie, my fucking dark tower brain is just, <laughs> just like, like lighting <laughs> up and anything that does that to me, you know, it's like, I fucking love it. So I really enjoyed it. And so I look forward to watching it again in the future. Yeah. Times. Yeah. yeah Ma maybe after you finish all the books of yeah, it, yeah, when you yeah. get through your chronological Stephen King binge. Yeah. Well, the, the problem with, that's going to take like 20 years or so. Right. Well, I'm probably, I mean, I started this before I moved up here and I don't just read Stephen King. So I, I yeah, have you got a, other things a, a, yeah. a rotation of authors. So when I get to the next Stephen King book, I'm ready for a Stephen King book. Cause if I just read Stephen yeah, King, I'd want to kill it, yeah. myself. <laughs> so, so like I started it when I still worked at the library. And so I That's moved wild, here yeah. six years ago and I probably started that 
a couple years into that so i'm a few years in and i'm up to dark tower book one <laughs> <laughs> so because of the way he wrote them it's gonna take a while i got yeah. a ways to go <laughs> yeah like depend i mean by the time i get to drawing of the three i might be far enough away from that first book to just read that first book again like because mm -hmm. i i love that first book most people think of it as the it's the shitty first book of the dark tower sort of prologue but i yeah, I, I personally I just fine I, yeah, I when think i read it, it i think that first book is fucking good i don't i like it a lot yeah i, I never had any problems with it so yeah i always tell people if you're gonna read it read the first two before you like write it off yeah i remember the, the second book does really start yeah i remember you kind of telling me about that like don't like if you don't like the first book like yeah. it, it changes a bit like it's yeah the second, like the book second book better. really hooks the yeah. the hooks in but i was hooked by the first book but yeah a lot of people are kind of eh, on the first book so mm. which is partly like if you just made that first book as a movie and that's movie one i don't know that a right because that's the would, one people didn't like right right what are you gonna really do so with then that, do so. you do you start with drawing of the three but you can't necessarily start there because yeah you've it already builds got that on whole... all this shit from the first yeah. book and so then do you make a movie of the first two books uh <laughs> then you're gonna cut out a lot of good shit and it's just yeah. like the idea of making a sequel is far more right uh, interesting right. And, and, and and considering just how much is in dark tower and how much you have to address right this movie does a very good job of that it I mean, really does it really does mm -hmm. i commend all of the the parties involved <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's i'm a, a super fan and i was impressed you were also impressed yeah yeah, I'm, I'm not sure what these haters are going on about. Yeah, I don't know. But w whatever their problem is, they need to get over it. And I don't know, buy the fucking Blu-ray, you know. it's <laughs> It hasn't been... Um, there have been movies that, that have done well on video that got right, sequels. Right. Like the Austin Powers, the first Austin Powers flopped in the theater. And it, mm. it did major, major video business to the point that they made a sequel. And the sequel was a huge hit that they made yeah. part three so it's not uh outside of the realm of possibility yeah. and uh unfortunately if it had done better overseas they probably would have made a sequel mm. um because that's what happened with pacific rim like it didn't do well oh. here but it did really well overseas so then they made a sequel mm. um and that happens but uh unfortunately the movie uh, did better overseas, but not not enough. So, oh, if wow. I were Stephen King, I'd probably like say, "Okay, here's like thirty mil. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I'm good. We're making the movie. You know, can just... can you got anybody else that'll put up? You know, you know, I'll put in this much. Can we get anybody else? You know, I don't know. Make some calls. Yeah, get it done. Probably not the best business decision, but I, I would do it. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would be very tempted if I were in his position to... Just fucking get it out there. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, not that I know what his financial position is, but nice. he's Stephen King. He's got to have... Stephen a, King. I mean, <laughs> can't have blown all of his money on his addiction in the no, past. I no, mean, I don't know. <laughs> Come on, Stephen King. Get your shit together. 
I don't know. Yeah, it's it's sad because uh, 2017 there were multiple Stephen King adaptations that came out. Um, oh, was it, that when it came out? The It movie yeah. came out. There was a movie on uh, Netflix based on one of his more recent short stories called A Good Marriage, I believe. Mm. It's from the, the book Full Dark, No Stars, which is a fantastic uh, four-story book. And then there was a movie for Gerald's Game, the, the 90s novel. Oh, okay. That came seems out also like a, yeah. on Netflix. That seems like an unusual one to adapt now, but... Yeah, well, it's probably in the in the era of Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, they, I guess uh, so. They decided to make that movie, and apparently uh, both of those Netflix movies are good. I haven't seen them. Um, the It movie is the highest grossing horror movie of all time in the history of movies. Wow, okay. Um, <laughs> so obviously it did very well. Yeah. <laughs> But if you were to ask me, I did see that movie. I did not like it. I didn't think it was a good adaptation of It. Um, I'm a big fan of It. Uh, it is also very related to The Dark Tower. Um, very related. Like, like they, in, in, <laughs> how do I put the, the kids in It, because you haven't read It, so. No. And you haven't seen the movies or anything. No, I've they never seen the old '90s one. They never go into this part in the movies because how the fuck would you do this? And but I hoped that the new adaptation might address this, but they do not. But anyway, in order to fight it, the kids um, sort of—I don't remember if they take psychedelic drugs or if they sort of enter some trance state. But somehow they commune with the beam guardian that is the turtle mm. and the turtle tells them about it and the, 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 how he has come to be in the town of Derry. And he tells them all these details about it and how to stop him basically. Mm. And so then they use this knowledge to stop him. Um, but they know that they, they know that, the way it works is he goes into hibernation every 30 years. So they they think they kill him, but they're not sure. So they make a pact to come back in 30 years if he returns. Mm. Um, because they're not sure if they actually did it right with what the turtle told them. Right. <laughs> so then it, it, it he comes back, and then they come back as adults to then take care of it. And so they they made a movie. The first movie is just the kid part. The second movie is the adult part. Um. But for me, I didn't think it was a very good adaptation. I didn't think it was a very good horror movie. I thought it was kind of eh. Mm -hmm. And I, I thought the fucking Dark Tower movie was way better. Yeah. But I am totally in the minority. <laughs> oh, that's sad. Yeah, it's it's very sad. So I, I can't really imagine the It movie being better than the Dark Tower movie myself. So. It's not. It's not. It's, it's, a fair, it's a fair adaptation, but... I like I think that the 90s adaptation is better and the things that maybe the the new adaptation does better it lacks other parts and like it just doesn't I feel like the 90s one is more complete and closer mm. to like the spirit of the book where hmm. 
the new movie gets more of like the it it hits more of the special effects stuff obviously right. and it like it it realizes some of those those elements that that the the 90s TV one just couldn't do but i don't know it just the spirit of the the of the story is just not there for me but uh you know who am i <laughs> right. i am just one rabid stephen king fan among a, a sea of people who like that movie so oh well what can you do yeah but well maybe you'll get some other stephen king movie yeah i don't know they they seem to be popular that that year all there was tv shows too at that that same year there were like yeah they made a tv show of under the dome but that was earlier wasn't it that was earlier yeah and i haven't seen that and they made but there was like a hulu show of of uh the jfk novel where the guy goes back in time to stop jfk assassination Mm. they made a hulu show of that and there's uh, i think another hulu show called castle rock which is castle rock is a big town in a lot of stephen king stories Mm. and uh like the the needful things takes place in castle rock and I don't know, a whole bunch of shit. Just like dairy where it just comes up a lot. Yeah. Um So, yeah, I don't know. There it's just Stephen King ahoy. <laughs> <laughs> and I've, there's stuff this year too, but I can't remember what it is hmm. off the top of my head. Um but it's not a dark tower show or movie, but in unrelated note dark uh amazon has the dark tower rights for to make a show right they also have the rights to various other uh fantasy book franchises and they're 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 gonna make lord of the rings tv shows interesting whether they are actually adapting the book lord of the rings or other things or whatever i don't know but they're they're in the that's another endless rabbit hole yes, of content yes. to draw right. from. So they're apparently uh, making that show, and they're making a show based on Terry Pratchett's Discworld. Hey. Which uh, should be interesting. So, uh, fantasy fans, look out. <laughs> yeah, we're <laughs> getting some stuff. Yeah. I don't Whether they'll be good, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, who knows on that, but. They made an adaptation of a Phil Dick book that I love called The Man in the High Castle, where mm. the, the Nazis won World War II. Mm. And the adaptation of that, I watched the first episode, and uh, that was enough. <laughs> <laughs> it changed uh, too many things that I thought were fundamental to the book. Mm. But uh, what can you do? Well, I, th- I think you're... Yeah, you and I well, are pretty tapped out, or no? You got something? Well, just two things I'd like to point out. That well, one thing that I just I loved in the All movie right. was um, him reloading. Yeah, and the way he reload. I thought that was like a perfect representation of the book. Fuck yeah! In that he's constantly like he's magical reloading hands, yeah. almost like it's this kind of supernatural power almost and it, it spends a lot of time in the battle just like you just reloading right. super fast yeah and i love that yeah that was that was always yeah. just like oh yeah this is this is 
how I imagine the gunslinger to right. be shooting people up. Yeah, that specifically that last action scene where he's shooting up the Dixie Pig. Yeah, yeah. Um, all of that because he's like he's like l- shooting without looking and fucking people are dying and all <laughs> kinds of shit where he's using all of his gunslinger senses. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah so, and and I like how they build that up for people who don't know what's going on. Like he. Like he first fights right. that demon in the amusement park, and then he's just chink, like, oh, he's really fast at this. Right. And then every battle, like he's doing it faster and faster. Like, yeah, and they and they slowly show more of like his senses, like the, when when the guy takes him, in, yeah, yeah, when takes Jake away, and he fucking listens, and he's like really sort of hones in on where he is, and then he boom with one fucking shot, like through all that shit to take right, that guy. Right. I was like, oh, man, he's better than fucking Hawkeye. Yeah, he's <laughs> fucking like, badass. Screw the Avengers. We got Roland. Yeah, throw <laughs> Roland in there. Uh, and <clears throat> yeah, so I just I really liked the way that was done. I just kind of yeah. wanted to throw that out there that that was just really well realized from yeah. the way the book describes it. I thought I always thought that that was unfilmable, but they fucking yeah, did it. It looked awesome. It, yeah. it made me feel like I was getting Roland from the books in on things yeah um, yeah and the other thing is just an expectation i had that not that this was anything that i think they should have or could have put in there yeah in the way the film went but just in the moment as i was watching it they kind of they go to the the town they're like oh the, this they find like walter's camp of psychics and they're like that's like six months from here. Like, right, how yeah, are we going to yeah. be? And my immediate thought in the moment was, oh shit, they're going to get on Blaine. <laughs> like, <laughs> Blaine the, oh God, they're going to have the train. Oh, this oh, is going to be fucking epic. And then it, it never went there. And looking yeah. back on it, like there's no way they could have like oh, that, man. that never would have been I, possible. I but never just, had that thought, but <laughs> fuck. Just yeah. the idea of, oh, we've got a six month journey. How are we going to yeah, do this? Yeah. And my immediate thought was Blaine. Holy crap. Oh, we're fuck. Gonna... <laughs> no, if they did that. Yeah, that, that would be, <laughs> that would have been crazy epic and right, right. well beyond whatever could have been done. But right. Just the idea of it was, I'm glad that they didn't, but, I would have liked to seen it, yeah, for <laughs> yeah. sure. That's one of my favorite parts of the book, too. Right. I remember because that ends on a cliffhanger at the end of Wastelands, where they get on the train and then, oh yeah, yeah, it like mid fucking battle with Blaine, it just fucking cuts off, and then at that point, Wizard and Glass was out, and so I remember. Um, like driving immediately as soon as I, <laughs> like as I, soon as I finished that, I was like, oh, fuck, the next book is out. I have to go buy the next book. And so I remember driving and going to buy the next book just so I could like finish that scene. And then yeah. I don't remember if I immediately went into the next book because I, I usually don't do stuff like that. But right. But I probably just read that first part and, and then waited. I don't remember. But I remember specifically, like, I have to see this right now. Like, this is too badass to not know what happens. I don't know how anybody waited, like, five years for the next book. (laughs) And then, of course, I had to wait after I finished that next book. But Yeah, that was was some crazy stuff. But, yeah. Yeah, I think it's also because when they first enter that town, there's, like, the subway entrance there. Yeah, yeah. And so it was, I guess put trains on the brain and so right yeah and I'm like oh the make sure oh there was that entrance to the subway blaine's gonna be down there they're gonna dig <laughs> yeah yeah i mean he was out in the in the wilds though 
yeah so that was just my immediate thought in the moment of, right right oh uh, shit blaine <laughs> and it was like no yeah, we're going a different direction yeah, which is fine and ultimately better for the movie but right right no yeah i, I want to see blaine as well yeah uh, just don't want to be the uh the fans that go oh where's my thing that right. wasn't like no it couldn't have been in there i know it couldn't have been in there and well and especially because they do pull in a lot of stuff from wastelands that third book that blaine appears in mm -hmm. like that town that they go to is very similar like the interactions that that the gunslinger has with those townspeople is uh reminded me very much of the the town outside ludd that mm -hmm. town where where jake gets kidnapped by the yeah. that fucking tiktok man and oh, shit yeah, yeah, yeah. oh man that shit oh that's some of the best shit i ever read and and so it reminded me of that, and then they find Blaine at the end of that part of the book. And so maybe subconsciously, like, things were connecting in your brain. Yeah, you know? yeah, just something about that just led me to that conclusion. <laughs> um, I mean. Uh, yeah, I hope so. Well, fuck, maybe they'll make another one. Let's yeah, hope. That's, that's, fingers crossed. Yeah. Cool. I always liked that part, too, in the book, because when they're going on the train like they're all looking outside of the fucking windows and seeing all those crazy monsters and shit much like the monster that that, that comes in the amusement park where it's all like like uh it's unlike anything you've seen like that thing had wings but it also had fucking tentacles and all kinds of it was just like a yeah. weird fucking monster and uh there's a bunch of shit like that that they see outside of the the train I think that's one of the pictures in, in Wastelands, some of those monsters. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, fucking Dark Tower. So if you couldn't tell, I love Dark Tower. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's good. I mean, I read through the whole things right in a row because it was good enough that I wanted yeah, to, not yeah. because I I mean, was... that speaks to the power of yeah, those books. Yeah, I mean, it, that's, like you say, like, what, three, four thousand pages it's a lot whatever it's a it lot. Is. Like, yeah you don't sit there and read that if you're not having a good time with it so right and you're not even like a Stephen king super fan or no anything. Like no a, i wouldn't even i'm kind of like the opposite of the normal Stephen king fan where they read everything but dark tower right. and i've read dark tower and not really a whole lot else yeah <laughs> so yeah it's kind of weird i never understood the fan that that loved Stephen King but didn't like Dark Tower. Like, that didn't make any sense to me because Dark Tower is, like, the central thing to everything he writes, and I feel like it's so important to understanding him as a writer. Like, it's just... It's everything that Stephen King is in one fucking giant story. Right. And so it just... Uh, it just doesn't make any sense yeah, I to mean, me. Yeah, I mean, unless they just maybe just don't get it, that it... Yeah, I mean, that's possible. Because I... I do think you kind of have to get into Dark Tower to really see what it's doing. Yeah. In terms of connecting all of Stephen King's books into yeah, one no, it, world. Yeah, it does take a little while to get that. So maybe they're just giving up on it before they make that connection or understand how yeah. it ties in all of these different but, parts and aspects. But that's the thing, like, if they're hardcore and they've read all the other books, like, if they've read it, there's a huge part of it that directly connects to the beams and all that shit of Dark Tower. And if they read Insomnia, there's like that whole book is about this guy that that um, he the Crimson King is attacking fucking Derry and 
that's the book I think where the Crimson King like makes his first appearance. Mm. And there's a whole thing where where the, the the guy, the main guy of that book has to save this other guy and like because he's important to Roland's quest and he he isn't when I finally got to the end of Dark Tower, he isn't as important as I had hoped he was cuz I read Insomnia like when I was I don't know 13 mm. or something so I was really like blown away that like oh shit this is like this guy is important to this other thing like what the fuck mm -hmm. and so he shows up in the 7th book of Dark Tower but he's not yeah, as he's, important yeah he's not he doesn't dominate it the way Walter does or Red right. Flag or whatever yeah well, not, like Crimson King shows up, but I'm talking about there's a character, like a good guy character, like Patrick somebody, and he's in the seventh book as the central figure, but mm. he's not the way that Stephen King wrote about him in the in Insomnia. It was like this dude's gonna do some shit, but he doesn't actually do a whole lot of shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> when it also when it really really comes down to it, but as I remember it, maybe I'm remembering it mm. a little bit more subdued than it is, but. Anyway, the, if you read all, all of these Stephen King books, there's so much shit that just directly uh, comes back to Dark Tower and is cool because it relates and like I don't fucking I don't know, man. Yeah. Just uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe they don't like those. Maybe those are like the ones that they don't like. Who knows? Who who are these people? Yeah, it's weird. But yeah, that makes me want to read insomniac more <laughs> insomnia is fuck that that is one of those books that I, I know a lot of stephen king fans don't particularly like uh, but it's always <clears throat> been one of my favorites because it's it's so fucking cool like it's cool that the main character is like a senior citizen <laughs> and he has to do all this this uh like he has to save people and he's like an old guy <laughs> and he i like it because he goes to the library and shit he's like an old he's like like i'm i've always been like that and so <laughs> i felt like uh akin to this guy but uh he at the beginning of the book he can't sleep and i don't know that he sleeps the whole fucking book like every every night he gets more less and less sleep and he starts mm. to see shit at some point in the book. Mm. And and then by the end of the book, he's like, he doesn't even see like a normal person. Like he sees in all these fucking psychedelic colors and shit. And it's fucking wild. And I love that book. It just like blew my mind as a little kid. Mm. Or as a young teenager or whenever I read that. And uh, I think it's one of his coolest books. But yeah. I don't know. People yeah. don't like it. And it's set in dairy too, so it's like related in some ways to, mm. to the it story, but like they talk about events, but it's not actually like related to Pennywise. Like it's done um I don't remember if it's set after they kill him already or if it's in between the thirty Oops. year period, I don't remember. Yeah. But uh it's fucking cool. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I love most Stephen King, but <laughs> there are ones that I really like. I really love. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of. I'm I'm hoping to get your take on Langoliers when you get to that. Yeah. I don't know how yeah. far down the know. chain that is. I don't is. know how far away that is, but uh, one of these days <laughs> I'll get yeah, there. Yeah, because uh, 
because this this conversation has made me think of it in terms of Dark Tower and yeah, I'm sure it's related. Ways. It sounds related. Yeah, I, I have some interesting ideas on it that okay, okay. I w- I would like to get your take on when uh, yeah. when you've read the book and well, I'll I'll definitely get there. Yeah, someday. One of these days. It'd be hilarious like if it's else, the next yeah. thing. No, <laughs> yeah, I I, no, it's, it's yeah, a ways away. That was it's actually that's like a nineties. Oh, nineties. Mm. Yeah, I th- I want to say it's like ninety one, ninety two, but mm. I mean, and I, I must have read it when it just came out because I was I don't think I was even in high school when I when I read it. Uh, yeah, I want to say it was out when I was in like elementary or junior high, because I mean we used to like. I went to elementary school and like across the street was a library and so every mm. I think every three weeks was the due date you know so like mm-hmm. um, we would walk to that light like every class in that school like every three weeks would walk to the library and I remember when we were in sixth grade me and my friend were always like trying to get Stephen King books mm-hmm. and trying to sneak shit out and like eventually he like got his parents to write some notes saying like yeah you can get stephen king books so then he started getting like it and all kinds of shit so we were like just eating up all that shit it was awesome yeah cool stephen king very important figure in my life i love him he's one of my favorite favorite guys one of the first uh obsessions that i ever had really of a of an artist you know yeah and I'm still obsessed. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> it, it makes sense. He's a horror guy. You're a horror yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. He's a lot more than horror, yeah, though, and, once and you get exact, into it. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's, it's kind of like it, it's a good variety from him. It's not just yeah. horror straight even, up and Even right else. from the beginning, he, he, <clears throat> he was more than just straight up horror, but uh, he always gets pigeonholed. Yeah. Um, probably not so much now because he's written so much shit now. Yeah, but and and I know horror is a big thing for him. It in, is. He in is his a big personal fan. life. Like he likes horror. And yeah, for sure. Really tried to do a lot of horror stuff. Yeah, because that's what he's into. He does enjoy the horror. <laughs> <laughs> so I I can see that camaraderie there for and, sure. And for sure, that's what drew me in was the horror stuff, and then everything else, like builds on that me and, there. And yeah adds a whole depth to it that right. wouldn't normally be in a regular horror thing yeah so yeah i say and steven i think i speak for you as well that uh the fucking dark tower should be watched by people who uh, like these fantasy kind of movies yeah it's it's good as a fantasy adventure that's not normal and generic at all yeah. it's it it's not your typical knight in shining armor no it, no it's a very different it's very fantasy but it's very different from harry potter or for sure willow for sure. or any other random yeah it's its fantasy own thing. thing you can think of and I would recommend it to Stephen King fans. Is yeah, I, I don't... This, yeah, I this think ties in everything Stephen King does. Why wouldn't you want to know more about it? it Why really wouldn't does. you want to explore 
how those different books connect to each other right. in very non-obvious ways sometimes. So, Yeah. Like, it, you would never think, aside from having Randall Flagg, that Eyes of the Dragon and The Stand were right. in, like... <laughs> I mean, how do they have the same villain even? It's, right, well, right. Black Tower tells you how. I yes. mean, it's... <laughs> it's all connected. Yeah. They used to... The connections used to just be, like, this this thing that you would find out about, like, as you read books. Right. And um, I remember as the internet really started rolling you i used to search for like stephen king stuff and then i remember finding out like oh wait that book has connections oh i should read that one and like it was this thing that you had to find out about and then only in the later books i think it went starting with the fifth book but i could be wrong um but i'm pretty sure it was that the the first newish one the first th one that i got right. brand new they started printing like dark tower related in the bibliography page of Stephen King. Oh, right, right. And so they started actually saying, like, yeah, this is related. At some point, they started printing editions that had a little keyhole on the spine to, uh, okay. to indicate, like, so you would look at the spine on the shelf and it'd have a little keyhole symbol on it and be like, oh, Dark Tower book. Oh, like okay. Because I think my copy of Eyes of the Dragon has a little keyhole oh, on it. Oh, really? To, wow. Like, a, like, that's the symbol for oh. the Dark Tower relay, or at least the ones that have a direct, direct connection yeah. to Dark Tower. Because, yeah, I know that the list that they put was not complete in terms of, there's a lot of books that have, like, a very, very slight sort of mention of things, and you're like, yeah. oh, shit, okay. And, but, uh, and technically, even if it doesn't, it takes place somewhere within and just yeah. doesn't bump into anything else. Yeah, from... yeah for sure. Uh, oh, good stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff. So good movie. Uh, Watch it, whether you're yeah Stephen King fan or not. I had a feeling that you would like it. I yeah, I, I, I felt go to it with an open mind, open without it, yeah. some idea of what it needs to be or right. And just know that it's a sequel too. I mean, yeah, I that's think that's a big thing. That's probably what's throwing a lot of people off. It's like yeah. it's different. Why is it different? Well, because it's a sequel, not a remake. Or, well, like to be a fan of the book and to watch, like if they made all the movies and to see like the end of the movie when he fucking toots the horn, you know, doot doot, and you find oh shit, <laughs> you know, to finally like see that that culmination of the 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 journey. Yeah. Fuck, that could be cool. I don't know what would happen. I mean, but fuck. Save yeah. the day. I don't know. Yeah. I just... just In Dark Tower in general, not specifically the movie or anything, I, I have this strange sense of dread of that horn. Of, of Oh, really? It... it, it it makes me nervous. <laughs> okay. Well. I, I, the the thing that pops into my head whenever they describe the Horn of Jericho yeah. is the Book of Revelations when the oh. angels blow the trumpet and break another seal of the apocalypse. Oh, on fuck. The, so <laughs> that's just what immediately pops into my... That's just the first reference oh, wow. that my brain pulls up just subconsciously whenever they talk about the Horn of Jericho. It's just... I'm just imagining angels raining fire and brimstone oh, on the earth. It's just like, <laughs> well, that... I don't know. So that probably a totally different thing going on, but that's just the immediate 
correlation yeah. of some kind of mythic symbol that right. I, I connect to. I could see Stephen King horn. going somewhere like that, where, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I just have well, this dread that Roland's going to do everything right, and, <laughs> and, and he's going to get the up. horn and blow the horn, and that's the end. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I just would yeah. like to see and him break out of that time loop and then like what does happen right. who knows but fuck i want to see it yeah but i that don't know I guess that we ever will also i think actual biblical jericho the the horn breaks the walls and crumbles the city and the city gets taken over because the horn gets blown oh so. shit see yeah that's not a coincidence i don't think no it can't be i mean i kind of Stephen was king knows his shit so i was kind of thinking i mean jericho hill yeah is their last stand and so that's kind of what the city of jericho is is right. this, this collapsing of this city and so i kind of feel like that's his intended reference that the gunslingers were jericho collapsing yeah, okay. and that but at the same time i i just i i don't know i kind of have i'm i'm a little leery of this horn yeah it's, it's, yeah it's, i'm not sure i trust it <laughs> huh. well now i want to see it even more <laughs> <laughs> i mean I'm probably just going off on my own weird yeah. uh, well, imagination, and Stephen well, King's got his own ideas that aren't necessarily going to match up with mine in any he way. He does, but, but uh, I don't know. I, I like know. I like I like spitballing it. It's yeah, fun. It's a well. It's a shame. I don't know. I have to start a Kickstarter or something. Yeah. <laughs> Fund Dark Tower yeah, sequel. Yeah, let's get the Dark Tower sequel going. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, I mean, they might just make it. Who knows? Like, yeah, I mean, they might just uh, keep plugging away at it. Yeah, I mean, it, the, the the show might be popular, and then they, they fucking get it going. Who knows? Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I hope, I hope, though, that, that if they do make another movie, they keep, like, they keep it uh continuous with idris elba and all that because i fucking yeah I, yeah i'm a big fan of idris elba regardless yeah, and, but he was yeah, great yeah. And, yeah we didn't mention that but freaking awesome job yeah like, he was he, fucking he was the gunslinger like he i was. i had no question in my mind that this guy was that he was roland yeah he was he was the fucking gunslinger he was great mcconaughey's a great oh, man yeah, in he, black yeah the really intimidating and <clears throat> just this God, he was such an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> like, big time. I mean, damn. Yeah. Talk about a just crazy villain of just yeah dropping hate and spite <laughs> on people yeah, like and just like whatever. Girl. Oh man! Like most people just dust off their shoulder, and he's just spewing hate like that. Just yeah. like that's like super that character though. Yeah, that's it's, awesome. It was like, oh, dang, this guy's an asshole. Like, yeah. and he doesn't even stick around to watch. Like, it's not like he's getting entertainment out yeah, of it. or It's just shit. like, yeah. he's just doing it to do it. Just because he can, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a very uh, uh, very Randall Flagg sort of thing to do. Yeah, but yeah, I, I'm a big fan of both of them. Um, in the movie and without the movie, you know, on their own. I, I like both of them already, yeah. so uh, I... I I knew it would be good when they cast them, and then hey, it is yeah, it, so fantastic. Yeah, uh, interplay between them. Good yeah. stuff. Well, I guess that's uh, 
Toot yeah, the horn uh, of Jericho. <laughs> and, uh, wrap this up. Call it a wrap. So, uh, yeah. I'll say, I'll say, uh, thank you, Sai, and uh, <laughs> long days and pleasant nights. And may you have twice the number. <laughs> Come back. <laughs>